A huge congratulations to Whalen Bay. They are the number one dealer in sales in the nation for Mako and Tahoe boats. How cool is that? Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I've been telling you for years how much I love the Mako Pro Skiff Series. They're an absolute inshore fishing machine. But don't forget, they also carry tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, and Tahoe boats. Now you want some bigger news? Whalen Bay is now the dealer for Ranger boats. The new Ranger Saltwater Bay boats look amazing. Also, Ranger Aluminum Series and Ranger pontoons, which are perfect for fishing and just relaxing. So now, no matter what your boating needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. And I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. You can do all this at Whalen Bay in St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207 or give them a call at 217-3778 or visit WhalenBayMarine.com. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized dealer for tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, Mako, and now your full line of Ranger boats. And remember, every day is a boat show at Whalen Bay Marine. Welcome to the Nimbic Chevrolet Outdoor Show. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, sitting in with Logovin. It's always brought to you by Duck Duck Rooter, Jeff. And uh, morning. good morning, Look, big big day. Yeah, you know it feels. Yeah, uh, think outdoor show. Outdoor show. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Huge. <laughs> the town is fired up about this show today. Yeah, yeah so, that's, that's right. right. They are. They're you, you know they're probably up drinking Bloody Marys already this oh, morning. You I betcha. hope they are. I hope they are too. The yeah. gates gates open. Man, I I have talked to so many people. Yeah, I mean, because we were honestly we were in Georgia all week. Right, I, I took Thursday night off, um, mm-hmm. and and uh, so we didn't we didn't come back till till yesterday yesterday afternoon. And my gosh, you know it, it is it, it's it's like you know the, some some of the folks that we normally watched football games with, mm-hmm. they're gone, bro. They they're all gone. I mean, they're going to the game. I talked to Doctor Carrasco yesterday. Right. Oh, I thought uh, I thought he meant they were just fired up to uh, oh no to get no, together. They're, they're, I think for he's a, got, got like twelve people going to the game. Really? Yeah, man. I mean, they're, wow. Yeah, they're all going. Man. I thought yeah. you meant that everybody this week who normally just sits at home is getting together this morning for an outdoor show listening party. Well, it, it kind of starts, it starts, their, di- starts their day off, yeah, right? I was, yeah. I, I'm, I was tracking wrong oh, on yeah. that. I'm sorry. Outdoor I'm, show. Let's get it started right. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, either that, we need a hype either video. that or nobody's going to listen because we're sick and tired of hearing Jeff on the radio all week. <laughs> that might be it. <laughs> that could be a big yeah. part of it. <laughs> you, you put in some hours this week, oh, that's for yeah, sure. Baby. Yeah, and then when you got a game like this, you know, the magnitude of it, and yeah. the, the national people, the, the people from other markets, oh, yeah. you know, they're all calling you to try to get you to talk about it, and so. You're like all popular again. Yeah. It's been a, it's been a, a busy week, but it's a good week. Yeah. The, the, because it's way better than the alternative. I, I was going right? to say, I mean, you know, you were. I mean, Draft it, talk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a long day. I'm going to try to get me a power nap sometime today. But I uh, hope if, you can squeeze that in. If it's I a don't long get one. it, caffeine, baby. Yeah, that's, yeah. I, that's the first caffeine. thing I, I, I saw him this morning, Chris. And I went, man, this is the beginning of a long day oh, for yeah. you. Yeah. yeah, Red Bull gives you wings, <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, I'm yeah. not a Red Bull guy, though. I, me neither. I hate it. Yeah, I don't. I, I hate I, to drink I, that I stuff. I, I, no, I can't eat. And energy drinks? No. No. Yeah, no, no, I. I, I it, that it stuff's makes, poison, man. It makes me. It makes me feel weird. Just give me like a regular. Coke, Diet there you Pepsi, go, baby. Or coffee. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Right here. If it's cold, yeah. coffee will work. Java. I used to love Mountain Dew, though. Oh, my oh, gosh, man. man. Until, I, I loved it until I found out what was in it. No, that's me, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's, it, and, then, and, then, and then I went to the Diet Mountain Dew. Oh, which that's is even worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, it was, it's even worse, you know? I can't do either one of them anymore. I used to. Bro, I, I, I started drinking Mio. Um, what is Mio? You, Mio Mayo? No, so so it's just an M-E-O? Ad, it, M-I-O. M-I-O. It's it's an additive okay. that, that you put into water. Mm-hmm. Um and it you know, it's just a it's just a, a, a little tiny squirt. Because I don't like water. I don't like plain water. What? Right, right, right. I, I don't. I, I've I've never drank water in my life, but this makes I haven't had a, a soda in ten years. Maybe maybe fifteen, twelve years. Really? Yeah, seriously, I haven't. Hmm. And and this is a, it's all you know, you see, the, I don't. I don't ever have sodas. The only time I ever drink sodas is in your is when I. It's like game day. Uh, oh. I got. I get this habit. Like I gotta have a soda. A soda. A oh, di- I thought you meant like soda. Jack Daniels or something. <laughs> well, I have. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll have Jack and Coke. Okay, I mean, you know, right. but not a whole lot of Coke. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. And here's a crazy. Here, here's thing. a shot of Coke. Yeah. And yeah. It can't be a Jack and Pepsi. No, no it can't. No. No, it can't. I, I, I totally agree I mean, with no, that. Yeah. No offense. I mean, I like Pepsi. Now. Yeah, I mean, I, if yeah. I've got a choice of drinking one or the other just plain, I'd probably rather have a Pepsi. But mm-hmm. Really? Oh, man. With a whiskey, it's got to be Coca-Cola. Yeah. 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 You know, it's kind of weird how that is. Speaking I mean, of which, when you're on Netflix, the next time you're on Netflix, there's a limited documentary series called Pepsi Where's My Jet. Pepsi Where's My Jet? Where's Jet. J-E-T. Jet. No. Yeah. What, is uh, it? what, now, what does that mean? Uh, they ran a contest, and they advertised that you could win a Harrier jump jet back in the 90s. Oh. Yeah, and a kid actually did everything they had to do to get it, and they wouldn't give it to him. Oh. Wow. It's it's really cool documentary. Controversial. Yeah, mm-hmm. very. But uh, here, here's the crazy thing. Uh, I'm sure that there were some hard decisions to be made about today because, I mean, there yes. there are some folks that like to spend the last weekend of deer season in Georgia in the woods. Right. So some may not make it back for the game today. Mm-hmm. Some may just say that this is a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would have to say that that's going to be the majority. Yeah. You know, everybody's oh yeah. kind of over it. And, yeah. you, know, I mean, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Except I mean, for those down in the southwest corner of, oh, of Georgia. Oh, of course. Of course. I was, was going to yeah, say, that's, that's, that's kind of. That's a, that's a, t- a totally different scene. That's right. Yeah, I mean, this is the time of year that they look forward this is to. Because yeah. their rut yeah. is right yeah. is right now in full mm. swing, and uh, they don't want to leave tough. that. You know, like, with, with 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 that being said. Mm-hmm. Don't ever let me foo-foo December and January again, because I have seen more deer. Yeah, I've had. How many did you put down? The the I killed three does this year. I killed another one this week. Nice, you know. Um, Good for both. you, man. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, um, the only true shooter buck that I've seen was December sixteenth. Something. Or, um, 
Yeah, so, so, yeah, that so, one that you saw for a brief instant. Yeah, yeah for a brief instant. Um, and 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 my gosh, but the you know, and maybe it's because I I, I did my food plots to, not totally different this year, but but I, I told you I had the, the chicory and, mm-hmm. and, and the clover, and 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 they're just they're just piling in there, man. Oh yeah. I mean, you know, there's not a whole lot for them to eat. Mm-hmm. You know, in the woods. I mean, especially since it froze. Still oh got, my gosh. Well, we still got a lot of acorns out there. I mean, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it, it, but it's not like their favorite thing right now. Yeah, you know, but but food plots. If you got good food plots, there's a lot of deer yeah, in them right now. Yeah, yeah and you're, and, you're and and Terry planted all of his cow pastures in what in rye. So he's your he's like the guy that you bought the land from. He's your neighbor. That's who I lease from. Lease from. Yes, the whole yes. nine yards. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. And so ryegrass pastures. Yes. Oh yeah. And it's all. You know, two and a half inches, and there's just dear heaven, dear heaven. Yeah, I mean, you know, you in the morning time, you sit in a stand somewhere away from the fields, knowing where the bedding area. Yeah, is. they're coming back. And 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 just just watch them pour pour off those fields. That's all. By the way, uh, Kirk is one of those folks that has chosen to hunt the last weekend. That's why he's not here. Oh, oh yeah, he's hunting. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, Kirk is hunting. Good for him. Yeah, he's in uh, Fargo. All he's right. up there. To, they're leasing Fargo, and they're going to have at it the last weekend of the year. Good for them. So, yeah, exactly. Good for them. Good for them. Weather's perfect too for hunting. Oh man, I'm I'm just telling you that on uh, on, on Thursday, all day Thursday, you know, I woke up and it was 45, which I think is the absolute perfect temperature for us in Georgia. Um, and sure enough, at 7:50. Mm-hmm. Started seeing deer coming out of the the, the the rye fields, and and they were pouring out of there. But Jeff, it was funny because I'm I'm actually the, the the rye fields behind me, and in front of me is my food plot. Mm-hmm. It's a morning sit, and all the deer came from behind me, hmm. and not one of them ever went to the food plot. And I was trying to kill a doe that morning. Yeah, you know, and and it, you could you could see them going through the planted pines, but you know as well as I do. I mean, it, it's it, it's they're these. These pines are 12, 15 feet, mm. so there's a lot of sunlight still mm-hmm. getting down to the ground. Mm-hmm. So it's it's thick, you know. You can see them moving in there. That's what they love. Yeah. Oh, they they they, 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 they live love. in there. They they live in there like rats. Oh yeah. You know, I'm sure half of them that I even saw bedded down right there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean that's oh yeah, that's short they, pines. That's, yeah, yeah, that's that's freaking yeah. dead city, man. They yeah. love it. Yeah, but uh, oh my gosh, and then I I got on uh, on Thursday afternoon. Um, I got my stand early and I went back to the same stand because I, I, I told Carrie, I said, um, if there's that many deer moving through those pines around that food plot, they're going to come to that food plot before they go yeah, to the, before they field. go to the big, field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, the, the first two animals that showed up were two giant gobblers at four o'clock, you know, and, and, uh, it's always, it's so interesting to me. The difference of how they act. I'm in a box blind. Okay, they they pay no attention to it whatsoever. Mm-mm. None. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm slowly picking the binocs up and watching them, and and they. As a matter of fact, one of them laid down. Mm-hmm. You know, and he just he just laid there. Um, and I was like, wow, that, I don't know that I've ever seen one just just lay down like like a hen would yeah. lay down on a nest. Yeah. He just he just laid there taking looked, taking a rest taking a rest. Um, but if you were in a tree stand, they'll bust you. Oh yeah, and every time. Yeah, they don't like it. But but ground blinds and yeah, they don't bother. Yeah, it doesn't bother them no. at all. 
you know? Yeah, and it's kind of wild because I, the, the, uh, I, I actually have some turkeys that will literally be on the porch. Right. Oh, I mean, and some of the other ones, you know, I guess they, they're, they're not from there, so they come in and they're like, eh, I'm not so sure about that. Right. You know, but the one, certain, some of them, I mean, they're all over the yard. Right. It's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And then, yeah. And then I had a – and this was really cool because it's kind of down into a valley to my left – I could see a six point, and it was you know four forty five, walking up the hill, got the two gobblers in the food plot, and he comes out and 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 in the opening, he kind of sticks his head out and and looks at the gobblers, and obviously they look at him, and and it, they totally trust each other. They have they have no problem hanging out with each other. You know there was there was never like like a, a, a alertness. From from the gobblers about that buck walking in there, you know he just he didn't literally he walked right between them, and they didn't even they didn't pay him no mind. I thought you know that's 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 pretty cool how nature d- does that. You know, I mean because if it would have been any other animal, yeah, you know it would have been the turkeys would have been. Ooh. What what is fun, and Chris, you probably haven't seen this, but when you get like on a on a field or whatever, and then you have a couple does, and then you have a flock of turkeys, mm-hmm. they almost know that they have this power in numbers thing. That's right. They get and cocky. They totally do. They do. <laughs> they literally they do. will yeah. almost stalk the couple deer that are in the field yeah. as a group of 10 or 11 or 12 or whatever. It's right. a gang. More. Mm-hmm. And it's they, a freaking like, gang. They get brave yeah. in numbers. But if it's just like two hens – or two gobblers with oh, no, a couple no, deer. No, they no. are not so courageous. No. But they've got the pack mentality, <laughs> and it's fun to watch. It's great to watch. And they so, flap their wings and try yeah. to act big. So do they, wear, do they wear, like, black leather vests and <laughs> walk around with smokes hanging out? Yeah. That's about right. Ganging. Ganging. Ganging up. Yeah. But it but is. It's fun it's, to watch. It's, it's, it's so so entertaining, you know. I mean, you sit there with your binoculars. And by the way, um, I was talking to my buddy Roger, and he has seen that gobbler. I got a picture of him. He is. It, it may be the one that I've been after for the last three years. Um, I'm not sure because I've never seen the one that I've been after. Old bird. You get pictures of it. I got pictures of it. It's big, ca- it's big spurs, inch and a half. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, and and it, 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 as a matter of fact, it stands 175 yards away from the food plot, and you can look through the binoculars to see his spurs. Wow. Yeah, I mean, he's – he and when – when he's, Give people an idea real quick. Yep. Turkeys, uh, just like roosters, they have spurs, which which spurs are these pointy almost, – almost like a how you got a sticker bush, you know, the sticker bushes that stick out? Yeah. Well, the spurs stick out off the back of the legs, and, and male turkeys, gobblers, and then also roosters, that's what they use to fight with. Mm-hmm. They jump up in the air and then – throw their legs, the back of their legs kind of at their, you know, I guess you could say competition. Uh-huh. And that's their weapon. They have these pointy spurs. And it's an ugly weapon. And they, I mean, some of these turkeys have like Nasty. super pointy, yeah. sharp Nasty. spurs. Yeah. Other ones are kind of worn down. But the older the bird gets, the longer these spurs become on turkeys and also roosters. Mm-hmm. 
And so that's what we're talking about yeah. when Kevin's saying, okay, you can see this bird's spurs from a long way yeah, away. which is crazy. Because it's an older turkey that has really long spurs. Down and it's the, the foot of a turkey has essentially three toes in the front mm-hmm. and then kind of a toe in the back. And then a the, balancer, yeah. And then the, the spur is right above those. And if you were trying to think about it for like on a human leg, the spur would sit on the back of the calf. Mm-hmm. Calf, yeah. Okay, for yeah. people if you're trying to That's get a just visual. A weird spot. It is. Yeah, I mean to be able to use it. I mean, I get because yeah. it's a bird, and so and the knee bends the other way. But the knee bends the other way, and that's yeah. that's why That's they wonky. they can when they pick their legs up. They throw they throw the back of the legs because their knees actually bend the other way. So mm-hmm. they're when they're putting their legs up in the air and using that spur as a weapon. It's almost like imagine we had a knife in our hand and we put our our arm out in front of us, straight out in front of us, with our knife and in, in the hand with the knife pointing down to the ground. So you, you're you're right. stabbing down with a knife. Well, that's the same concept. That a turkey or a, a rooster is with a spur. Yeah, but he's. I'm. I'm really glad we don't have those. So here's here's. Yeah, really. We destroy our pants every time we try no. to take them off. There, I've I've seen and have witnessed this, and some wild turkeys that get somewhat tame, and you see them around like a car, mm-hmm. and they see their reflection in a car. They will tear your car <laughs> up. Yeah, they will. They will spur the fire out they, of their they, reflection they, they lose their in mind. a car. They do, mm-hmm. and it's crazy to watch. And but it's literally, there's some people that might even know somebody that's had this happen to them, where they live in a community that has these wild turkeys that are kind of geared into the neighborhood. And then when somebody comes out to their car and they go, "Somebody keyed my car." Mm-hmm. They think somebody kid or a kid yeah. or somebody went over there and keyed all their car. Well. No, it's wild turkey. <laughs> so they're spurring his reflection right. in the car. Right. He's he's spurring that car. He's going, I used to live here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody trying to come in here and yeah. dial in on my territory. Exactly. Exactly. All right, we need to take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show with Captain Kevin Favor, Jeff Logerman. Always brought to you by Duck Duck Reader. We'll be right back. The old time country music. Yeah. Love it. Ain't nothing like it, man. There is, man. It's good stuff. Can we stick with that theme? Yeah, today, can Chris? we do that? <laughs> instead of well, Kiss. Instead of Kiss? Really? I was, was going to put in some Kiss, but, okay, but since yeah. you've asked for it. Right. Yeah. Let's just now, stick I'll have with the you old. I'll have you know, I, I already loaded up most of the show with country stuff. Okay. Yeah. Let's but, go like really old school. Yeah. Well, I, I, I got to go with what's in the system, so. You know, there's not a whole lot. They don't have a lot of, like, really old well, school. Well, here's the thing. Country is really hard to make, to to cut up into pieces. Right. You know, so it's just instrumental mm-hmm. because it's like they got a little thing at the front and then they sang. Right. And they sang and they sang and that's pretty much it. So it's like, you know, it's hard to make a 30-second. So on, on like, uh, XM, Spotify, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. loading up because you, you guys – known me forever i mean i i love old country music yeah and if you get if you if you get to the point to where it's 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 like the 70s and the 80s 
it could be downright depressing. Oh, 100%. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, really, seriously, give me, you know, some some Hank Williams Jr. dinosaur, something to, to make mm-hmm. this better, you know? Right, right, right. I mean, right because up. everybody's dog died, everybody's drunk, you know, everybody's cheating on everybody and that's it's right. like that's you know, right. after a while it's like okay i, I gotta listen to something a little i don't want right. to be depressed man you know? smoky round mountain range just keeps <laughs> on falling i keep on calling her name <laughs> oh lord uh, yeah. all right let's do a let's do a weather report get off the sadness of yes. the conversation there uh, weather report brought to you by the beer to pick best barbecue in jacksonville Two locations, one in San Marco and the other one out at the beach. And if you haven't had their brisket, oh, and if you're looking for a little game day food, I'm going to tell you now to get it to go from that place and you will be extremely happy. The Beer to Pig, best barbecue in Jacksonville. Well, weather for today, high pressure shifting overhead tonight, diminishing northwesterly winds. The high pressure center will weaken later today. Is another high pressure center briefly building down the southeastern seaboard by Sunday, which will give us light onshore winds. A weakening cold front will cross our local waters Monday morning and then will stall over the Florida Peninsula by Monday night. A weak wave of low pressure may move into the northeast across Tuesday into Tuesday night. So what does that mean? Today, we will have north winds 5 to 10 knots becoming northeast this afternoon. Seas around 2 feet. Pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Which is going to be fantastic. We'll get to the game day forecast here in a minute. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's northeast winds, 5 to 10 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet, period of 8 seconds. Monday, northwest winds, 10 to 15 knots, seas 2 to 3 feet. Tuesday, north winds, 5 to 10 knots, 2 to 3. Wednesday, north winds, 10 to 15 knots, 2 to 3. Well, what does that mean for kickoff time? So we go to the yeah, forecast? we got to go to the, uh, skip to, to the game day forecast, okay, and – from an better, hourly, I would I, yeah, I would start at one o'clock because the gates open at All one. Right, one yep. o'clock, yep. sixty-four degrees. Okay, at two o'clock, sixty-six. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock, sixty-eight. Then we're starting to go back the other way. Okay, four p.m., sixty-six degrees. Okay, five p.m., sixty-four degrees. Six p.m., fifty-nine. We're well, getting closer. But seven people PM, are going to be really warmed up by then. Fifty-five oh. degrees at seven p.m. and then at kickoff it will be 52 degrees wow that's like the perfect football yeah, oh, yeah weather. Absolutely. yes yes yeah. now what's and, it, what's it going to be perfect tailgating weather oh 100 yeah. percent. yeah it's a great mix now yeah. what about like 11 yeah when we're like fourth quarter 50 degrees that's still pretty good though yeah 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 that's 50 still degrees. pretty good it'd yeah, be that, great on the field for them dips into the 40s uh, after midnight yep so make sure you got a jacket, right? Yep, for your victory celebration. That, that's well, hopefully. Okay, I'm not. No, gonna... no, not hopefully. Knocking on wood. Yeah. Well, Knocking you can't. I get it because you're, you know, you're game, a radio Chris. personality. Me, forget it. That's why they play the game. It was always the Jags. That's why they play the game. <laughs> I'm I'm decreeing right now they don't even have to play the game. <laughs> that I'm declaring Jacksonville the winner and AFC South. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm doing. A Tides Report brought to you by the best sub shop in Jacksonville, Angie Subs. By the way, they've been packed. Have they really? Oh, my goodness. Which is, uh, you know, sign of the holidays. You yeah, know, people yeah. off, you know, the holidays and all that kind of stuff. But, man, the food has been exceptional, as always. Me and Taylor have been wearing it out. She went back to school and she goes, Daddy, when's the next time we'll be able to come to Angie Subs? I said, eh, uh, it'll be on the weekend sometime. Mm-hmm. be a couple weeks probably. But all good. So, Tides Report for today at Mayport. 
8.51 a.m. is your high tide coming up in a little over an hour. 2.53 p.m. is the low tide. And then tomorrow on Sunday, if you're looking to get out early in the morning, you have a high tide at 9.28 a.m. That's a 4.56 high tide. And then at 3.27 p.m., that's your low tide for Sunday. That's your tide report brought to you each and every week by Angie Subs. All right, the, uh, uh, this week I wanted to tell you a pretty cool story. And one of the reasons why this happened is because I, during uh, the, the Thanksgiving break, I got a couple does. Right. And trying to do the, the property herd management kind of thing. And Chris, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring all of y'all some. Okay. Yes, sir. The uh, I love to hear that. Got this new new processor that I tried, and up there in Eastman, Georgia, and Schulte told me about it, mm-hmm. brother James. And he said that man, he goes, I got some sausage made and it's really good. And so I said, you know what? That's awesome because I am looking for a place to get some sausage made. So I dropped some off there, and we had it, and it was outstanding mm. i mean outstanding and there were three different kinds that we had made and folks i love sausage okay but right. i think venison sausage can be sometimes kind of eh. yeah okay I, I agree yeah this venison sausage was not eh. this was like holy cow right and uh three different kinds the jalapeno cheddar which is kind of you know that's the, the standard. gold standard right. uh, venison sausage but then the other ones were cheddar maple, which fantastic for breakfast. Mm-hmm. And then the other one was the out of the three was Hawaiian. And so the Hawaiian had cheddar jalapeno, but then it added pineapple. a little bit of that pineapple. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about some of the best sausage I've ever had. I mean, I'm talking right. like sorbet, anything you can get right. good. So, uh, so yeah. So this week. Well, I had to was trying to get up to Georgia to have some trees replanted in an area where I got a little bit of an infestation with a tip moth. But anyway, another story. So I was trying to get up there to to deal with some of that. But then also I was like, you know what? Try to get a last hunt in. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I I shot two more does. <laughs> you know, and I yeah. can tell you what, if I had more time, I might shoot another four. Right. Just because that sausage is that so good. good. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I can't wait to try it. And what they do is, and f- for me, this is a sign of really good sausage. What they do, they put like three links in a pack. Mm-hmm. And the links are about, how long is that? Nine inches? Yeah. Okay, there's three nine-inch ballpark links, sausage links in each one, and it's vacuum-sealed and labeled. Mm-hmm. Like good labels. Right. And compared to the butcher paper, which is fine, right? But if you're trying to keep it for a long time, if you vacuum seal it, it just lasts so much better. Yeah, and it's easier to thaw out when you're doing it three links at a time versus mm. having like six or seven or eight. Right. And so, tremendous job by this place in Eastman. It's called the Butcher Block, and uh, Brian and Adam they do a great job in there. And thank you so much to those guys. Thank you to James for turning me on to it. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, this week, uh, two two more, and they went straight over there to Eastman to get made into s'more deer sausage. The whole thing? Uh, actually, a, a mix of ground 
and salsa because we go through. I mean, what I'm saying, do you, do you keep your back straps out? Oh, no, no, no. Oh, so you're grinding them too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's why that sausage in the ground venison right. that we have is so good. Okay. Tenderloins, back straps, right. and then hind quarters. Okay. All goes for processing. Okay. And then Mother Nature gets back the shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, just I get it. Don't need them. Yeah. Well, most of the time, one or both of them are gone anyway. Exactly. You know, they, they, you, you know, you. That's where you typically are shooting them. E- exactly. But, uh, but anyway, really good. I will bring some in for you guys when uh, things slow down a little bit. All right. Uh, we got, we got Papa G. Papa G, want to chime in this morning? Let's, uh, let's get him in real quick before we take a break. Morning, Papa G. Good morning, gentlemen. Happy New Year to all y'all. Morning, buddy. Hey, hey, man, I'm decked out in teal today. And Jeff, you better get some caffeine or some rest or something, man. I need you on on game tonight for those stats. (laughs) I got caffeine, baby. I'm ready. (laughs) Very cool, man. Hey, listen, I killed a steak in my backyard last night, and I think it was a coral steak, but I'm not sure because there's another steak that looks like a coral steak that I've heard. He was was, uh, black, yellow, and red. Yeah, so the, I don't know how. So coral, coral snake and a scarlet king snake look almost identical. Um, by the way, the scarlet king snake is your friend. Yeah, way friendly. I, well, I, I'm sorry. He coiled up, man. And I know he was friendly, but uh, he looked at me like he didn't like me. And his stripes were, it was red, yellow, and black. So yeah, I don't know. What color was red, his nose? Yellow, yeah, well. It was it was red first, yellow, and then black. So I heard red on yellow kill a fellow. I've heard that old that old yeah. uh, that old saying there. So I, I just wasn't red sure, man. But I had to. Jack. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It wasn't red on black. It was red on yellow. The, you know, coral coral snakes are very rare. Rare. Very yeah. rare. Yeah. I mean, like I, you know, I've and, never and, seen and, one before in my life. And yeah. he was in my backyard. I, you know, I heard they got a. I've never seen one either. They got to chew on you a little bit. I heard they can't just bite you. They got to yeah. get in the soft spot and chew a little bit. Yeah, well, that's nice. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, in, know, the, yeah. in the right circumstance, yeah, they, I it's mean, not too bad. Yeah, yeah. It's well, uh, it's very, I, I, like I said, it's very rare to see one. Um, much less uh, get bit by one. They, you know, they live, usually live in uh, brush piles and and old. Well, I move my know. wood. I move my wood pile around a little bit in the yep. backyard. Yeah, well, so that's yep. that's there maybe where. Yeah, that's it, probably it, where it, he came from. But it, uh, hey, hey, listen, man, Roger Miller. Uh, there's some old country music there. You can't, you can't, uh, you can't, you know, roller skate in a buffalo herd, and you can't go fishing in a watermelon patch. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and old, hey, don't let's not forget Tom T. Hall. Old dogs and children and watermelon wine. That's, yeah. a, that's a great one. I love yeah. Yeah. little baby Gen- ducks. Gentlemen, old happy new year. Ducks. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. Love the show. I'm all yeah. decked out until today. Yep. I'm going to deep fry me some uh, Tennessee Titan today. So let's go, Jags. <laughs> <laughs> deep fry some Tennessee Titan. That would I can taste tell you the, terrible. The, uh, the bantering back and forth mm-hmm. this week between, and it's kind of started a little bit late because with the the Demar Hamlin thing that happened yeah, on Monday, yeah, sure. kind of slowed everybody down a little bit. You know, the excitement sure. kind of was like, eh, which was totally understandable. And then the last couple days on social media, the the back and forth between Titans and Jaguars fans it's has nasty. gotten crazy, nasty, crazy. I'm and, not on and, social media, so so well, what, what, what? I get tagged in some of these things. Oh, you do? Okay, yeah. And like like that the hashtag thingy. Well, they yeah. they put your name <laughs> in there, you, so yeah. then it they put you, and then he gets your yeah, feed. and then right, he gets right. alerted. Yeah, and they are getting after it, man. I mean, they are getting after it. 
Which is cool. Yeah, that's cool. Which means he got a rivalry. Which yeah. makes this, I, I said this earlier in the week, this is the biggest game in Jaguars history. Yeah. In regular season regular standpoint. Season, sure. So even bigger than 1996. And Vaselli, he was like, no, it was the first playoff appearance ever, 96, so getting that game. And, and I think I got him convinced now. I think yeah. I got him coming around to I, it. I, I thought it was funny. I know we didn't take a break, but, but I was listening to somebody this week, and they, they had asked – um, Lawrence uh, about the '99 um, Jaguars, and he goes, "Well, I was three months old." It was uh, it was asked. <laughs> it was actually the, the question, and this is great because Gene Fournette was asking him the question, and okay. Gene, Gene actually called me up to talk about you know the '99 year and right and and all of that. And so Gene's doing a great. And Gene's great. He's uh, doing a story on the '99 stuff and the Titans and the rivalry stuff. Yeah. And so he's asking Trevor about that 1999 year, which the Tennessee Titans beat the Jaguars, beat us three times. Right. Twice in the regular season and beat us in the AFC Championship game. And so Trevor was asked about Bastards. that. And, yeah. and, and Trevor was like, you know, I really don't. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, was trying to be nice to Gene, right. but it's like, you know, look, I, I was three months old. <laughs> <laughs> That's classic. Which is uh, – yeah. Which is kind of wild. It's terrible, though, <laughs> that we have to go all the way back to 1999 to, to talk about. I mean, you know, wow. I know we had 2017, and I know we had some other, you know, oh, here there's and been, there. Though, there's, been but, good, there's been good yeah, years. Yeah, been good years. Not, not yeah. many lately, but no. uh, yeah. the 1999 think, thing was I, that's why there's the this vitriol oh, and hate. There, there is yeah. no oh, question. Towards Tennessee. Is, yeah, I was at the game. I was there. So that's a good thing. Yeah, it was awful. It that's was, that's what makes I think this game tonight even bigger. Yeah, I agree. Than the '96 is because you know this is a rivalry. Yeah, yeah. you know this. And is, there's yeah, so there's revenge. Yeah, and and there's the the playoff and the AFC South champion thing, and on top of that, it's like intermingled through all of it is hope. Oh, and a, and a winning record. I mean, yeah, 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 right. Yeah, winning record too. But yeah, hope for be, the, a brighter future. If they get the win tonight, it's it will be huge. the only the fourth division championship in franchise history. Yeah, which is awesome. It's amazing what a franchise quarterback does. That's <laughs> well, crazy. I don't think there's any doubt. I mean, yeah, it it's, that gives you it's, hope. Right? Yeah. So anyway, it, all good. We're we're mixing in a little Jaguars talk. Look, well, that's hey, look, that's what hey, they do today. Man, that's game, what it is. The game is played outdoors. That counts. That's <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Are we overdue for a break? Of course we are. Okay, well, let's it's take the a break. Show. What do you I say? don't care. Let's take a break, and it's we'll Jags come back Titans. and talk more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Now, see, you hear this? Yep. All, all you're going to yep. get over and over again is that. Right. That's all we get? Yep, that's, that's it. it. It just repeats. Like endlessly? Because then Mel yeah. McDaniel just starts singing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what happens. Hey, uh, you guys just heard the uh, Hagen Coastal Outfitters commercial there? Yep. Uh, the new store, Orange Park. Orange so it's Park. Hagen Ace and Hagen Coastal Outfitters. The new store is open at Park Avenue in Orange Park, 1480. Okay, so uh, folks over there in Orange Park is going to get the same quality and the same great service and all that good stuff at Hagen Coastal Outfitters How and Hagen How many stores do they have now? That's like 
11? 10, 11? 10, I you, think. I, mean, I think 10? it's 10 and then 11 the 11th one. Oh, do you think, yeah. do you think yeah, seriously, do you think 10 years ago they thought they were in 11 stores? There, well, there's That's awesome. There, yeah. There's like 10, soon to be 11. 11 Cal- Hagen A stores. And then yeah. the Hagen Coastal Outfitters, you have Mandarin, make sure if I get this right, Mandarin, Green Cove, Yuli, St. Augustine, Glen St. Mary, and now Orange Park. And then I man, that was such a smart move. They have one in Folkestone, right? The one in Folkestone is a Hagen. No, that's no. not a Hagen. And then no, there's a there's another one coming in Callahan. Yeah. yeah. So that one's under construction. Yeah, that that's gonna the eleventh. That's going to be the mothership. Like that's going to be like the monster mothership, the monster mothership of Hagen. But what a cool idea for the Hagen Coastal Outfitters yeah. thing, man. Yeah, I know. But the problem Kudos. is, is that you know. Since they've been advertising, I've bought three kayaks. Well, yeah, but that ain't their problem. Well, wait a minute. Let me correct myself. Four. Four. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> totally not their problem. You know. Yeah, yeah that's not their problem. Nope. That's, that's not that, their circus, not their yeah, monkeys. Yeah. All good, though. Yeah. So if you if you look on Facebook, mm-hmm. on uh, Outdoor Show, and you see the picture that was posted by by Tom Gray, and there's a picture there of the Suzanne boat with Mike Scanlon at standing by the console, and you see you see Tom Gray. Is it? Can everybody uh, see this picture uh, you're referring to? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. It's it's uh, it's it's posted, and he he just talks about um, the money that he spent that, that he used to spend coming here tarpon fishing and and, and stuff like that. And it it, it was a reply, Jeff, to the. That it says a funny for your Friday, you know, yeah, little, yeah, little yeah. kid. You know, but, mm-hmm. but anyway, that boat that is a 19 foot Mako, and you can't see it, but it had twin 65 Mercury's on it. That was my first boat. That was your boat. That was I bought that boat from 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 Mike. Yeah. Huh. Yep. And it was we called it the pile driver. Well, because, what is it? What is it called? And the picture is called the Suzanne. the Suzanne. Yeah. What is the thing at the end? The thing at the end. Okay, well, I'm looking at the picture of this Mako boat. Yep. It's an older Mako boat, and it, uh, and it has 1972. Right, and so the Suzanne, okay, is spelled S U S A N N E E. Okay, that's yeah, an E. e. Yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a terrible E. Yeah, it's a terrible E. Terrible E, yeah. It's, that's uh, that's why I was a little confused there. Yep. But anyway, it's is uh, that you? That's you in the picture? No, 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 no. That's Mike Scalen. Oh, that's Mike. Yeah, that's but Mike. But you bought the boat from him. Yeah, I did. And what did you do with that boat? You fished it? Hell yeah, fished the hell. But I mean, how many years did you have it? Oh, a long time. Uh, as a matter of fact, I took the two sixty fives off and put a one fifty Mercury okay. on it. Yep. Yep. So how many and, years? And did actually, you, that's that's the twenty. How many yep. years did you fish it? Um, five or six years. Okay. Yeah, yeah, five or six years, and then and then my next boat, which was an incredible boat, um, I bought a twenty-three foot Seacraft with a two hundred Evan root on it, hmm. and it was amazing. That's a cool picture, and folks, if you're wondering <clears throat> again where it is at, just scroll back into our post. It was our Friday post yesterday, and it uh, was a funny joke thing. It says uh, it's got a picture of a, an adult with a kid and. And the kids cry into the looks like the father, 
And he says, I spend my whole allowance on toys. The kid's crying. And the father's response is, wait till you start fishing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in that post, okay, of all the comments. Uh, the other thing that was cool was yesterday morning, wake up, and we took video of this. And it was uh, posted uh, yesterday morning as well. And on the beach yesterday, pogies were everywhere. Everywhere, yeah. Everywhere. And I'm talking flipping like early. Right. Which is odd. Really cool video. Odd, really odd. And the porpoise were everywhere. The the birds are diving. The fish are feeding. Yeah. It was cool. Yeah. I mean, the ocean was alive yesterday morning. Have you ever seen that in yeah. the wintertime? It's yeah, cool. You know, I, I, I don't, I don't think we truly. Is it? Are there, are there Spanish on the beach? Or could be, could be easily. Yeah, um, you know, I, yeah, it could be bluefish too. Um, but I don't think that we've ever truly understood the the migration of the pogies, um, because it, it, Paul, Paul, Paul Dozier's in here. Yeah, yeah so it, because when it was that. That uh, amazing bite of sailfish that we had four or five years ago, and uh, all the guys were running south, and they were, you know, they were forty miles, fifty miles offshore, fishing pogey pods. That far offshore. Yeah. All yeah. right. Look, let's take a break, and then we're going to get Paul set up yep. with a headset. Uh, Mr. Paul Dozier joining us in studio, and uh, let's take a break here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter, Jeff Logman, Captain Kevin Favor, and Mr. Paul Dozier in studio. Captain Kirk has got the weekend off. He is uh, enjoying time in the woods for the last weekend of deer season in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Go, Kirk. So hopefully he has a little bit of a success. And, uh, you know, when Paul keeps bringing us food from Maple Street this Come morning, on then Captain Kirk might as well just take the rest of the year off. <laughs> I brought an extra one, just thinking he might pop in. Right? <laughs> now he's not coming in. He's in a deer That'll stand. That'll make you take a nap. That is so good. That is so good. Um, how would you describe? First of all, Maple Street's got excellent breakfast. Yep. Okay, I love and love great it. coffee. Yeah, the but the biscuits are, are mm-hmm. outstanding, and this one has fried egg, bacon, fried chicken, and sausage gravy on it and cheese and cheese cheese yeah all the morning essentials Mm -hmm. are covered with this Mm -hmm. thing yeah it's all the food groups better than leon's bojangles yeah yeah but here's the thing you can't (laughs) you can't eat this thing like it's like a biscuit no you've got to eat this with a fork and a knife yeah you ain't picking it up isn't that right chris Mm mm-hmm yeah, as he puts down his fork. Yes. <laughs> I saw him over there you deep know. into that. That's why I asked him a question. I, I need a, I, I wish they came with a shovel because that's really what yeah, you need really to get good. all that gravy. Thank you, Paul. Good morning, Paul. Good morning, guys. Good morning. Uh, goodbye to our New Year's resolutions, right? That's right. <laughs> well, yeah, they can start tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's nothing wrong with delaying. A, you know, resolution doesn't mean you have to get to it right away. It means that that's a goal. Right. You know, it's something you're trying to do for the new year. You know, I understand. So anyway, can't we, rush we, into things. We we were talking um, about the pogies being on the beach, and you know, you Paul, you and I have lived here our whole lives. We have fished with pogies our whole lives, 
And we always assumed that they showed up in April. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of were here through the spring and the summer, and then they disappeared in the winter. But the more we pay attention to it, I mean, I, 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 have, I have certainly caught pogies on the beach in January, you know? Yeah. And so I, I don't think that they ever fully leave. I think they, you know, again, I'm no expert, but I think they go offshore. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. But, you know, when I was younger, and the Pelicans aren't on them like they are in the summertime. Right. I, I don't think. I, I haven't paid much attention Pelicans to Pelicans are on them uh, now. Are they on Oh, them? big time. But in the wintertime, when I was a kid, we noticed that the uh, my parents had a house on uh, Crescent Beach, between St. Augustine and Crescent Beach, and we'd noticed that gannets, you yep. know, wintertime birds would be dying. And I always wondered what they were on. I bet they were on pogies oh, back sure. then, too. I'm Kirk, sure they were. Yeah. But, Kirk's but we, favorite. We weren't, uh, <laughs> yeah. we weren't, we weren't fishing in for with pogies. And the, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. But, man, think about it. If you went and caught a net full of pogies and ran out there to the... 21 or the ledge, it, dropped it, it down, exactly. I bet you get you a bite. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, those uh, yeah. Yeah. the pogies, the Wahoo guys were seeing the big schools of pogies and catching Wahoo uh, a couple years ago. Yep. And, you know, that's what those bluefin tunas are on up north. And those big old pogies pods out there, and there's been some bluefin tuna seen out here. Nobody ever tries, but it's certainly a uh, – a possibility they're around, and they don't catch those things in deep water off North Carolina. They catch them in sixty-eight of eighty feet of water. Oh, I've I've seen, I've seen pictures of bluefin tuna skying on bluefish off yeah. from the beach. Yeah, you know, right. yeah, right, yeah. right. Also, another thing about the pogies is uh, I don't know if you guys, you guys, we don't follow it that much. A couple of years ago, the Pelican Yacht Club tournament. I was lucky enough to be down there. And where is this? In Fort Pierce. And what is it? What? It's a sailfish tournament. Okay, it's a sailfish tournament, and it's actually this coming week. Um, uh, and we were running up towards Canaveral to fish and somebody, uh, Captain Dave Grubbs and the Grand Slam crew went out on the first day and caught like 33 sails and, oh, 33. and, and everybody else was, or maybe they caught 40. I don't know. They caught yep. They caught a pile of them and, and everybody else was taking a lay day cause there, nobody had seen any fish. And, and anyway, they had, they had seen some fish, they'd seen some pokey pods coming down and the sails were balling the bait, cutting. Yep. If you want to describe it, well, the next day the whole fleet went up there, and I it was record records. Like you, nobody had enough flags. Let's just put you like right that. there. Were we? I think we caught thirty five, and we should we, wow. we were thirty five for seventy. It was crazy. Oh my god, crazy fishing. <laughs> well, just like just like king fishing, just yep. like everything else. The next day, the pogies disappeared. Yep. And guess what? So how does that happen? So 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 does the fish. Away. Yep. Now, how does that happen? I mean, literally. Well, because so, here, here's the thing, mm-hmm. Pogie can't swim a hundred miles an hour, you know. So where where do they when they leave? Where do they go? They can cover some area, man. I mean, I've I've, I've seen them where they're doing, you know, five or six knots. Yeah, you know, yeah, but it, five or six knots. I mean, you would at least think that somebody is seeing them I, somewhere. Well, I mean, you know, just uh, we 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 talked about this all the time. You'll go out one day in the summertime, and and from Matanzas to the Red Tops will be solid bait. And you go out the next day with the same conditions, yeah, and, and they're gone. Yeah, it's and, crazy. And 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 we 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 you know we've understood from Doctor Quentin White when they come up and they're flipping like that, they're feeding, mm-hmm. you know. And why don't they? Because all they do is go offshore. They haven't gone north and south. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, when there's miles of pogies, they're not going north and south. They're going east. Right. Why? Why can't we? How far east do they go? Right. You know, I mean, I, I do they I, not flip when they no, go? No, they east? don't. I mean, yeah, once, I mean, that's once, kind of interesting. That, that's that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, I've I've never seen 
you know, I've seen a pogey pod probably four miles. That's off, the farthest off the offshore the you've fur, seen them? You, Have you, you ever seen them farther off, Paul? Not really, no. I yeah. mean, I've heard these guys wahoo fishing, though, saying they're seeing them 50 miles offshore. Yeah. And literally, wahoo, gutting wahoo full of pogies. Right, you know, yeah. Sending me pictures. Uh, but yeah, I, I and mullet too. And mullet, yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Out. Really, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> big mullet. Yeah, big that's mullet. cool. That's that's wild. Yeah, it I can was, tell you that no yes, yesterday the the pogies because I mean, there was virtually no no surf at all. Yeah, it was beautiful yesterday. Yeah. I mean, you literally could have launched a kayak on the beach and then had little or no worries about having a wave taking you out. Wow. I mean, like like no waves at all. Right. And 20, 30 yards off of the sand is where the pogies were at. I mean, it was they were tight, real tight. And then uh, you could see them far out, too. And then the porpoises were – I mean, go to the video, folks, on our Facebook, yeah, it's, Instagram it's cool. page. You can see it. The activity was just uh, spectacular. But it looked the, like big pogies, too. Yeah, yeah there was some big, the video. big, yeah. big, big, big Yeah, it was cool. It was, uh, that was cool to see, and I can tell you that uh, – uh, almost launched a kayak yesterday. Except you didn't have time. I, yeah, I didn't have time. <laughs> but, uh, but I thought about it. I was like, you know, if I didn't have something going on today, I mean, if, if this were like a, a summer day, I would have been gone. Right. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, know, Kevin and I have talked about this. I've talked to Kevin about this for years and years. They they catch kingfish on the beach in North Carolina in November. Yes, late they do. November. I mean, the water is 62, 63 degrees. I mean, nobody tries. We quit at Labor Day. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Yep. You, you go tarpon fishing, yep. you know, uh, but, you know, a few years ago before a Northeaster, or later Northeaster, the September was on fire. Yep. You know, the later in the year we get, the better it seems to get kingfishing on the beach. And then the blow comes and we just quit. Everybody quits. I mean, it's, who knows? That, that could still be that, here. That food's there. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I, I don't know what the water temperature is on the beach, but. If it's 63, 64 degrees, they catch them in 63, 64 degrees Absolutely. In, in North Carolina. So why not? I mean, I, there's something eating them. They're yeah. not up there on the sand because they're, you know, there was something after them, right? I mean, I, I mean there was feeding. Yeah. You yeah. know, feeding going on. You would think, though, that, that like, with, with Jeff, uh, where, where he lives and stuff, it, 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 if or people walking the beach said, you know, I see some fish kind of yeah, sky. see one, yeah. yeah. You know, I mean, so I I, I, I don't know. I mean, I I feel, feel. I saw fish jumping out of the water yesterday. Now I, you can't tell what a lot, what some of them so, are because they're too right far, so. right? You know, so could some of them been kingfish? Absolutely. Well, I think I think it's probably a little late. Honestly, that water's probably what sixty degrees, fifty eight, sixty degrees. I, I, I think it's. I think it's, it's warm. Probably warmed up pretty good yeah, this I past think it's week. Fifty nine, sixty degrees yeah. is. Uh, I, I think more more of what I'm speaking of is the mullet run. You yeah, know, when the mullet runs coming in in October, November. I guarantee you, when the tarpon, if, it, if it's warm enough for tarpon. Yeah, 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 yeah. If, you, if you're seeing tarpon, there's kingfish. And somebody caught a tarpon a couple weeks ago. Chip did, didn't he? Yeah, somebody yeah, did. Yeah, somebody anyway, did. Anyway, yeah. let's take a break. Yeah, we'll come back. We're going to do an LV Hires, Inc. Gear Tip of the Week and talk more here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Time now for the LV Hires Inc. Gear Tip of the Week. LV Hires supplies quality fuels and lubricants all across the Southeast. And they handle all the technical aspects of it as well. If you need to help your job site or your business, just go to LVHIERS.com to learn more. 
This week's gear tip comes from Captain Kirk and Captain Kevin. There's this stuff called Never Wet, mm-hmm. multi-surface, and it's made by Rustoleum. I've never heard of this. I've never Honestly, seen this. You, you got to tell me no, about I, it. I don't. I've never you used don't know it about either. It? No, no. I, I I just said that there was a good idea on our on our text. But yeah. So this I, is Kirk did this. this totally. Yes. yes. Well, yeah. I can tell you that Kirk got new rims for Christmas to put mm-hmm. on his boat trailer. Mm-hmm. They're nice. I like and uh, he said that he put this on the rims to protect them from corrosion. Mm-hmm. I. Would have never have thought of doing that. No, but yeah. that's a great yeah. idea. But it's a great Smart. idea. Smart. Yep. It only yeah. costs 20 bucks. Yep. I, I'm definitely going to do this on the new boat. And here's the other thing that I would say. Once you do it, because Kirk applied the Never Wet Multi-Surface Rust-Oleum product to the rims before they were mounted. Right. Correct. Okay, which is what you want to do. Yep. Because you'd like to get everything covered around the bead, where the bead goes as well, I'm yep. sure. Yep. And maybe Danny from Tire Outlet could speak to this a little bit better than i but i would think that also after you get the lug nuts on that you might want to spray over the lug nuts sure because they rust stems yeah Yeah, Yeah. right i mean makes sense yeah i i like it but but like you said it 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 works on every metal concrete wood so so it's uh available at home depot uh i'm sure at hagen ace uh, lowe's maybe uh, deters rusting about 20 bucks for the treatment and it's a liquid repelling treatment is all it is it prevents uh, according to the box it prevents water and uh, mud and ice which we don't have to worry about that here from sticking <laughs> to multiple surfaces so you can put it like kevin said metal concrete wood wherever you want to put it it's a two-step process Mm-hmm. I'd have to find out exactly how that went with Kirk, because you know Kirk, if it's too complicated, he can't do it. <laughs> wow. Ooh. Shots here fired. He probably <laughs> gave it to the tire outlet yep. guys to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he might have done that, yeah. Paul, yeah, matter of fact, because right. he had the mobile service by tire outlet come by and do the, the change of the tires smart and all man. that. Hey, smart man. Funny. <laughs> That's your LV Hires Inc. gear tip of the week. Yeah, cool stuff. How much do... Uh, and here's the crazy thing. Who gets a set of rims for their boat trailer for Christmas? The guy who has everything. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yeah. Because you know, you know who, who paid for it? Who? He did. You know? Yeah, I that's mean, right. You know, it's yeah. some, so some way around. A, Let me go get what I want you to get me. Right, yeah. Exactly. Was that a self-bought Christmas yes, present? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's I the way you got to do year. it. Yeah. That's the way you got to do it. I had one of them this year. New, Smart new scope man. for my deer rifle. There you go. Yeah. yeah. You can't trust anybody to pick that out for you. No. God, heavens no. I mean, you'd have to write down the very specific model number. Yeah. Here's to get it. Call so-and-so. Yeah. 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 And you get the box and you're like, <laughs> oh. Well just get it yourself. Yeah. Kind of you so throws a wet blanket on the whole surprise yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Oh, goodness. Just, All right. Back in studio, Jeff Lagerman, Captain Kevin Favor, Mr. Paul Dozier. Yes. And Top Gun. And Top Gun. So let's uh, let's go to the phone lines and bring up the man himself, the legend, the Hall of Famer, number six, seven, seven. <laughs> Top Gun. More I'm Top Gun. I'm making this call for Cuba. <laughs> What's going on, boys? <laughs> oh, hey, listen, listen, Top Gun. I, I've already, yeah. I've, I, I literally, I mean, the, the game's at eight. Okay, I get it. 
I like a Bloody Mary as much as anybody. But my buddies are texting me pictures of Bloody Marys. They're Already? Having- <laughs> yeah. Already. Man, oh, yeah. Not- they're going to be passed out by oh, kickoff. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a game this afternoon? <laughs> 430, yes. 4.30. 4.30? Okay. Yeah. Still, that's that's a long day. There's, you, you know, you might get two naps in. Well, the Gators play Georgia in basketball at one, and my son's got a game in one. I'm going to need a Bloody Mary for that. <laughs> Both of those. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, Mr. Bull. Welcome to the show. I nicknamed you that because of Bull Dozer. Oh, thank you. I've, I've heard that one before. I was going to say, he's uh, never uh, heard that. I'm, thank I'm you. always a day late and a dollar short, so there you have it. Hey, God, I'm your biggest fan, not to interrupt you, buddy, but you you are the star of this show. Everybody's, my buddies text me and say, Top Gun's on, Top Gun's on. I got to tune <laughs> oh, wow. That's awesome. That's why he's a Hall thank of Famer. You. Thank you. Hey, Top Gun, uh, by the way, i got to ask you a question. Have you have you fished the new rod and reel yeah. yet? No, I haven't yet. We'll get to that okay. shortly. Um, I had a question for you, though. I heard you shot a couple of deer. Did you shoot them or did Miss Tara shoot them? Well, I can tell you, Top Gun, and you know this, she is a much better shot than me, but um, I shot them this week. Okay, cool. Because I thought I was going to have to start calling her Miss Annie Oakley. She can shoot, <laughs> which would be a pretty good name for her. Well, she she can shoot. She she is yeah. uh, really 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 good. I'll, I'll, She's and, a sport, nice lady. I'll tell you. I'll tell you a quick story. Mm-hmm. So, a couple years ago, she's in her stand, and, and at, at her stand, it can be a pretty far shot. It could be three hundred yards to the very end on this power line. And so she had asked me one day, well, what happens if I see a deer way down there? And I said, look, you just, you know, be about, you know, about five or six inches high mm-hmm. and then let it go. So she texted me and she got a, she said she shot. And so I you know, go over there and I said, where was that? And she said, it was all the way down there. And I'm like, like all the way down there. <laughs> and she said, yeah. yeah. So she goes, I, I, I think I got it. I said, you sure? I said, where'd you aim? She said, I aimed, like you said, you know, about five or six inches high. I said, okay. So I go down there and I, I find a little blood. And I said, which way did it go? And she went, she goes, it went to the right. I said, okay. So I start following the blood to the right. And then it, and it just stops. I'm like, what the heck is going on? So I go back to the original spot. I found the blood, which is kind of near some water. And I start heading back to the right again. Mm-hmm. I, again, I get to the end. I can't find the next spot. I'm like, now I'm doing circles. You know, trying to find that next spot to right. the right, and I'm I'm starting to grid the area, trying to find blood and all this kind of stuff. I know this story, so anyway. <laughs> this yeah. is a funny story. Yeah. So, no, no luck. So I'm like, shh, it's okay. So I look and 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 it's like I'm an hour into this, right? And I'm like, honey, I love. I don't know right what to do next. I mean, I'm I've looked and I've looked and I've looked. This is before before Walmart. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and Walmart's a dog. So she says, "Well, <laughs> well, Scotty said, oh, that if the blood is bright red, it's probably a heart shot." Scotty said, and I, Paul, oh, I, Paul, Chris, I've been looking for an hour. Scotty Shank, Scotty, uh, Scotty Brown. 
<laughs> That's me. Sorry, <laughs> 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 so, so, so what? Wait a minute. Sweat stripped so, down. <laughs> I immediately started uh, <clears throat> breathing techniques. <sighs> okay, don't say anything you really want to say. <laughs> I said, wait a minute. You've been texting with Scotty. Scotty's not here, and you're telling me that Scotty knows, and I've just been looking. I said, I said just don't say it. I said, look, I'll come back. So we started to pull away in the golf cart. Uh-huh. And she's looking back, and she goes, you know what? The deer might have ran the other way. <laughs> oh! <laughs> so I stopped the golf cart, you know. <sighs> center. so i go back okay and i go to the first spot of blood so now i'm thinking that that's not the first spot of blood that could be i was going the wrong way right okay so while i was going to the right i was going where she hit to where she shot the deer right so then i went to in reverse course and started going the other way and I follow it and it gets to that first what I thought was the first spot uh-huh. near this standing water so then I go and start circling around the standing water which I'd circled around that whole area but in a big loop and I cross the water and there's the next spot of blood uh-huh. and then this buck was laying within 30 yards wow. 35 yards all because she's directionally challenged, much like her father, <laughs> I will say. But a good, but a good shot. Her, yeah. And here's the crazy thing. This is the whole point of the story, Top Gun. Scotty told you so. <laughs> when, <laughs> when, when, she, when, I, when I say that she's a good shot, that was 300 yards. Wow. Wow. Okay, and that bullet went That's right awesome. through the heart. That was wow. a heart That's shot. Awesome. That's like yards. sniper That's level awesome. stuff right there. I've never I've well, never even pulled the trigger on something over I'll, 200 I mean, I, I would do it if it was optimum perfect right. circumstance with a front bag. When I say a front bag, a shooting bag, yeah. and a rest off of the back of the gun as right. well. But she doesn't do that. She does she just leans a little mini window. bag in the front right. and then just leans and holds it by herself yeah. i mean that's like crazy cool. good cool anyway well i have two stories you might have to hold me over i don't know how much time you got but, well we're gonna uh, take a break and then we're gonna come back how about yeah, that because that. i ate up all okay. your time okay. there yeah. with my story okay all right, right. so folks uh, uh, on, top gun. you want to get in behind top gun hall of famer six or seven somewhere in that range you know 904-641-1010 right here on the nimnik buick gmc outdoor show presented by duck duck rooter And for a long time, Coastal Equipment on New Kings Road and out there in McClenny, man, they were struggling to get some tractors and equipment on the lot. Man, they they got it now. So if you need some equipment to get the job done right, Coastal Equipment, again, two locations, one on New Kings Road and then the other one out there in McClenny right off of I-10. And you'll see it right there when you're driving off of I-10 and easy to get to. And they got a great, great showroom out there. I can tell you that. And lots of equipment, again, on the lot at Coastal Equipment. All right, back here with the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. We got Mr. Top Gun standing on line. Morning, Top Gun again. 
I'm here. So uh, you got you got a couple jokes for us today, is what you're saying? Well, no, I got a story, a story, and then a follow up story. But the first story is a true story, and um, it's a true story or a true story. True story. True. Uh, We thought all your stories were true. Well, especially the one about the glass eye. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I had told you last week. I'd not been feeling too good. Uh-huh. So I took a turn for the worse and went to my doctor. And uh, this was uh, last week. And so he said, um, did you get checked for COVID? I said, yeah, I don't have COVID. It was negative. I said, I got the flu or something. So he said, I'm going to call in a bunch of stuff at your pharmacy for you to go pick up. But he said, first, I want you to go to the hospital and get a blood work done and get a chest x-ray. So, and he said, come back in Thursday and see me, which was this past Thursday. So I go in and um, he says, uh, how are you feeling? And I said, well, I've been taking the meds, but I, I, I don't feel any better. I don't have much energy. And uh, he starts shaking his head, and he said, well, I got that x-ray back, and you've got a touch of pneumonia. And he said, I think it would be a good idea if you went into the hospital and got some IVs. And I said, Doc, have you ever heard of a little football team called the Jacksonville Jacks? He said, yep. And I said, they're playing their biggest game Saturday night in franchise history, and I ain't missing it. <laughs> and, That's and commitment, said, baby. And he said, well, Mr. Johnson, they've got TVs in the hospital. I said, not 60 inches, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he said, uh, uh, I said, plus... I said, it'd be my luck. I'd be in there in about 15 minutes before the game came on. Somebody would come in and go, Mr. Johnson, uh, we're experiencing some cable difficulties on the floors below you, and they're going to be shutting off the cable till midnight. And he puts his hands on his hip, and he says, what's the chances of that happening? And I said, well, I got pneumonia, so they're pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so okay. he said, "Well, here's," he said, "Here's what we're going to do. We're going to give you another script." He said, "You pick that up, take it. You come back back next Wednesday. This coming Wednesday." And he said, "If I hear that crackling in your lungs, you're going in." I said, "Okay, deal." All right, so, well, be careful now. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm laying low. But anyway, um, these uh, hillbillies way back up in the hills. Uh, Hills of Tennessee. Talk, yeah, <laughs> talking about talking about not having any money and what are we going to do? And so one of them said, "Let's uh, go down to the little town and catch a bus and go four hours away to that city, and we'll rob the bank." So they want to? They're going to so go they, rob the bank in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. So they they get catch a bus and they go to the city and kind of scope everything out and they go in there and rob the bank and they get away with a couple hundred thousand bucks and 
go back into this finest dirt road and they hitch a ride with a 18-wheeler cutting through down some back roads and they go back to the hills and go up in the hills and everything. And so the FBI gets called in and uh, the FBI starts talking to some people and stuff and uh bus driver mentions to him that he picked up a couple of shady characters and they got on the bus about four hours down the road and got off here. So they go up, take about 20 agents and go up in those hills searching around and they arrest about 15 hillbillies. So they take them back to the city and put them in jail and got a couple of people out of the bank that was in the bank that day to see if they could identify them. They all had these big scruffy beards and long hair and the two people says, I, I, I just can't be for sure. I can't say for sure if it was any of them or not. They all look alike. So the FBI held on to them for about two weeks and finally had to let them go because they all had the same DNA and they couldn't find any dental records. LTS, baby! <laughs> Oh, that's long drawn out. That was a long story, yeah, but it was yeah, good. Yeah, I, yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Always would, good to have a. Would have been better if it was shorter. Yeah. Yeah, but it was good. Yeah. I'll that give it a six out of ten. Solid. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway. Anyway, all right, let's, uh, let's go to the phone lines. Uh, Gary is chiming in here. Good morning, Gary. Good morning, gentlemen. For a moment, though, I thought there might be fisticuffs on the house floor. Great stuff. Oh, goodness. Uh, oh, do yeah. we really want to go there? Yeah, we don't want to go there. Oh, we don't want to go there. Oh, How about you know the pogies on the beach? Yeah. You know yeah. what they say, Jeff? Truth is stranger than fiction. Yeah, I know. They resolved that last night, didn't they? I can they? tell you. We, I mean, they did. It's I over. It got resolved last it's, night. It's, 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 it's like, damn embarrassing all, to the point we've gotten, I think, in politics a little bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know. But first of all, go Dolphins. Mm. For that, that was for you, Jeff. That's fine. <laughs> no. That's fine, Gary. Just don't, don't be crying next week, okay? Yeah. When your dolphins get beat today, okay? <laughs> by the Jets. Uh, yeah, by the Jets. <laughs> by the Jets. <laughs> Who the hell's playing quarterback for you, Skyler Thompson? Gary? Huh? Gary's playing. Uh, Gary, yeah, yeah Gary, Gary's playing. Yeah, Gary's playing. Yeah. yeah. Skyler Johnson. Is that what you said? Mm-hmm. Who's Thompson. that? Thompson, Thompson. Skyler Thompson. Oh, okay. Where where did he play? Thompson Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Skyler. I believe it was out of Virginia Tech, if I'm not mistaken. Somewhere. Okay. All right. I, I just... could be wrong. Go ahead. But uh, uh, I, what I called to ask you guys about is the uh, cleaning up. Or obviously, you know, you need the, the cleaner water. Is there one sort of? It, it might be a dumb question. Is it the Everglades cleaning that up? Help everything? Is it cleaning the making sure? The rivers are clean to feed into the ocean. Uh, it, uh, are there certain specific things, or is it all just, uh, you know, protect Gary, you're the really confusing. Or, me yeah, right yeah, now. I'm, I'm not. I'm not sure. Just ask the yeah, question. Give me, give me a specific yeah. question. Is there a specific action that uh, you know to do that, or is it more complicated than that? For, for are you talking about? Are you talking about what, what makes clean water and dirty water? You know, what, what is the the one true? What is the one course of action that will improve the the water system for fishing in the state of Florida? Well, if we can is prevent one- you know the next you know ten million people from moving to the state of Florida, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that ain't gonna. But happen. what about you know the dumping of you know chemicals that feed into the you, ocean? You, you, you know what? That's, like, that's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I I I, I get the question. Um, you know, naturally. 
um, another uh, um, cold weather affects clarity of water mm-hmm. because plankton at, at a certain temperature. Are we talking about dies. clarity or cleanliness? Well, yeah, exactly. That's two and, different and, things. Exactly, and 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 then obviously wind direction. I mean, there's there's a lot of things that that change water clarity, but the dumping of stuff in rivers. I mean, that's just a. I, I mean, I mean, it it it, it is. 2023, right? I mean, natural runoff from what like right. Jeff said. All these people can move into the, the – I mean, just natural runoff is is not great. But I think the I think it's, it's fair to say, especially the St. John's River, is in a better spot now than it was when I was a kid. Absolutely I mean, it is. There were fish with sores. I remember when I was a kid, yeah. we catch fish in the St. John's River that had sores on them. And you wouldn't eat. You wouldn't even think about eating a fish out of that river. I, I, I agree. And, yeah. And was, now, yeah. and now, I mean, people eat fish out of them all the time. Yeah. I, I mean, I haven't heard of a fish with a sore in twenty years. No, so. I haven't either. I, yeah, I, agree I with think Paul. it's gotten better. Yeah, but it can always be better. But you know, the one thing when I say trying to prevent the next ten million people from moving to the state of Florida is that the woods and natural habitat acts as a filter. Yep. I agree and with so that. So when you develop it, it creates more runoff. Because you're draining yeah. the filter, so to speak, that Florida is, and so yeah, I mean, it's, my mom's house floods. It's never flooded in 40 years, and now they've built houses all around them, and there's nowhere for the water to absorb, so it runs in her driveway and in her garage. It's yeah. just the, so just it's natural. different. It's different. All right, let's take a break. We come back. Thank, thank, you, talk, guys. thank you, Gary. Thank you, Gary. Let's take a break. We come back. We can talk to you at 904-641-1010, or you can ask us a question on social media. We've got a few there that we'll get to when we come back right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. One of Alabama's best songs. They got some good ones. Yeah, they, they they were they were they were awesome. Boy, in the eighties, they, they were the kings. Man. Man. <laughs> no doubt. Rolling down the backwoods. Mm, that's good stuff. Tennessee Their concerts way. back then. I, I went to. I, you know, I, 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 you guys. I'm not a concert guy. I think I went to three Alabama concerts. Yeah, they were I mean, here last year. Yeah, huh? They were in the amphitheater, I believe. I, they, they, this, yeah, this I think yep. they were. Yep, yep, yep. Folks, if you're in the market for a Cadillac, only one place to go: Claude Dolan Cadillac. Also, if you're in the market for a. Pre-owned vehicle. Go in there and tell them what you're looking for. Uh, it's not like they're going to have it on the lot. By the way, there when I went by there this morning, I got to look this up. Uh, there was a beautiful black pickup truck sitting out front, so I'll, I'll, I'm going to look that up because uh, they got some pretty pre-owned vehicles. You need oh. a new truck. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you, yeah. yeah, that's just, just what I need. We all need a new truck. Right, <laughs> yeah. I just got one a couple weeks ago. Did you? What'd you get? Look uh, who you're married to. Stop. 2500 <laughs> Chevy, or did you get the GMC? 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 Just like your father-in-law's, I believe I saw. Yeah. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, my father-in-law just got the new uh, GMC with the Duramax diesel. Yeah. Mm. Got got one that matches Airstream. Oh, boy. The Airstream. He got the camper. Does he he pull the Airstream up to your property? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I got a little RV hookup that he can tie into. Okay, so so I'm not an RV guy. they, They intrigued me, but... But is Airstream like tow behind, right? Yeah, yeah, tow behind. Is it? it, it, mm-hmm. it but because it's so different than other RVs, right? It, it just it, it looks. Different. Well, they look different because I mean, it looks like the. My, my question is: are, are they kind of the Cadillac? Or? They're, got, they're cool. Uh, they got a cool factor uh, to yeah. it. Yeah, I, I don't wouldn't say that they're they're the Cadillac, okay. but but are I they, can tell you that the people that that have them 
Are snobs? They're no well, <laughs> maybe. Okay. But they're very dedicated to the yes. airstream. Right. That's, yeah. that's my question. Yeah. That's right. That's that's yeah. my question. Kind okay. Of that's right. They're vintage, right? They're kind yeah. Of yeah. Vintage. They kind yeah. of. Yeah. P- p- people are wondering. Airstreams are the ones that look like they're still. They're brand new, but they look like they were made in the seventies. Yeah. Silver. There's yeah. they're, they're silver. Right. Yeah. They're exactly. cool. They're cool. Yeah. I mean, whenever you go buy an airstream, you know that's an airstream. The word you is know? kitsch. Is what they yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's the crazy thing. We need, the, we, the, need a, we need an RV sponsor. Some That's of some of the old airstreams are like what they call vintage yeah. ones are in like high demand. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. people. What they do is they buy them and they completely redo them, just like That's you right. would redo a a seventies hot rod. Right. Yep. So so right. again, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm asking stupid questions, but the 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 biggest complaint that I hear from people with campers this that, and the other is the roof leaking oh yeah Look, you right? know well, their stream's solid right so i well i i don't know i in particular whether it's any better or not but okay. i do know uh, but i do know but my in-laws have an rv uh-huh. and do, let me do just, they have a pool type or do they have a one you no drive? It, no it's a diesel monster Okay, yeah, so you're yeah, yeah. driving it. Yeah, there's yeah, they're driving it. Yeah. Okay. And let me just tell you, that thing is a freaking money pit. <laughs> Holy cow. Kind of like a big boat. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. my word. It's uh it's amazing. Cause I mean, you just got, you know, it's a rolling house. Right. So you've got a combination of all the things that could go wrong with a vehicle and all the things that could go wrong with a house. Mm-hmm. And imagine shaking your house around the highway. Yeah, exactly. That's right. You hit a That's bar right. open or yeah. 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 And yeah. you know, and I'm not I'm not bagging on them. It's just it's just the it's nature of, of the beast. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of what you sign up for, I think. You know, I I I I see these, you know, dualies yeah. pulling these giant yeah, oh, massive. The fifth wheel yeah. yeah you know going yeah. down the highway i'm thinking man that's i'm sorry it just looks like a lot of work to me yeah you know what it I mean? is i mean 100 percent it, 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 it yeah. is I, I can tell you though the uh the people that have the rvs i mean they they love it a lot of you yeah. know, and a lot of people oh, yeah my just give too. an example a lot yeah, of people yeah. think of an rv as okay we're gonna go on a week-long trip and we're gonna you know take the family we don't right. have to worry about a hotel right i mean there's people that have campers or whatever and they go just for like a night or sure. sometimes a weekend yeah, yeah sure yeah. give you, give you an example uh when the big the big the show that we did out in glen st mary at at hagen coastal outfitters hagen ace out uh-huh. there my father-in-law has that airstream well he pulled it out there because there's an, an rv park out there by glen st mary and it's called island oaks rv resort okay so he pulled it and parked it out there so that Tara could stay out there getting ready for the event, so, and then I stayed with oh. her Friday night. Mm-hmm. Dude, this this Island Oaks RV Resort. Oh, it's a, they're amazing. Yeah, it's ridiculously yeah. cool. Right, yeah. people but, go there and stay yeah. for the weekend. They got like a bar, a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, okay. So yeah, now my in laws. You know, they, now they'll do they go do the there ex- too? They'll do the exact opposite. They haven't been to that one, but they they will go out like they'll chart a month and go to different places. So that you know, there's long haul kind of stuff, but they stop at resorts that are like full on legit resorts. Right. Yeah, like crazy resorts. Yeah. Like, Chris, that one yeah. that's out there in Glen St. Mary is like that. It's yeah. like I said, it's got right. you know these paved nice parking spots yep, and you hook up yep. but but, yep. but on the other hand people yep. got their golf carts cruising around they oh, got the yeah. tunes playing yep. they That's got right. people going to the bar and yeah, they you know is, hanging it's just, out just outside of hilliard jeff 
there's one, and it's just just like a parking lot. That's right. Yeah, and, yeah. And that's all it is. It. it is yeah. packed all yeah, the time. Hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Wow. And Hilliard. Yeah. Hilliard. Yeah. 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 Well, the ones in St. Augustine. Oh my gosh! Uh, you know, it, there's uh, Ocean, North Beach, Ocean Grove. There's North Beach. Yep. And I go get propane tanks filled when I'm at my mom's house at there. And they said it was. It might have been Fourth of July weekend or something. They said these things are booked two years in advance. Yeah. Oh so yeah. Yeah. If you don't have a spot booked, you can forget it. Yep. Yeah. And they've got people. They've got people in several that I know of for, around here who live there. Who actually live, yeah, live in on, their yeah, yeah. RV yep. on that property? Okay. You know, that's where they get their mail. That's how we got started, but that, yeah, stuff. it's it's yep. all intriguing. Jeff's father, the airstream was the, yeah. father was <laughs> the, <start. laughs> the, the airstream. That's that's what it was. Yeah, I was just I was just curious. We got on that, but that's a, that's a, I'm gonna tell you though. The, uh, I've stayed in that airstream once that one night. Mm-hmm. They're nice. Yeah, I mean they're really nice. Now, I wish I were about six foot. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 Because I can tell you that okay. there's a shower in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Showers are not. Yeah. Yeah. Not for. And it reaches your armpit. Don't, <laughs> I don't fit so good in <laughs> right. the shower. Right. Right. Jeff, right. Boat showers and RV showers aren't made for you. And no. I. No. 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 Yeah. And, and 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 by the way, I have stayed in um, really really nice RV. Uh-huh. In Indiana, I mean, yeah, like, the one that was in the barn. Yeah, that that thing was like, oh my god. Yeah, but you're and then, you're, and, then and then I have stayed in Grandpa Jimmy's. <laughs> total disaster, dude. I mean, what was the first you guys? Do you remember the first time you guys ever stayed in like a camper? You know, like growing up as a kid, did as you a ever? Kid, yeah, or yeah. You know, I'm not not talking like a tent. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not talking sleeping in the back of a truck. I'm talking the first time you ever stayed in some type of camper. Yeah. Oh, I totally. I, do. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I do. I, I totally remember do. it like it was yesterday. And my dad had some buddies that had this group of guys that had this club. Oh. Okay. And there's probably a few of the offspring that might be listening to this show today that will be chuckling. Uh-huh. But it was, the group was called Sprag. I remember Sprag. Yeah. Okay. I grew up in a, and I was born in Northern Virginia in a town I grew up in. It was called Sterling Park. Okay. Sprag was an acronym <laughs> for Sterling Park Rod and Gun. Mm. And it wasn't a club that had a headquarters or anything like that. It was just a group of guys that yeah. they called themselves Sprag. Uh-huh. You know, and they would... And they had together. campers. They had campers. We would. Uh, they would go to the George Washington National Forest, and they would camp, uh-huh. buy the one dollar stamp, so that they could hunt the George Washington National Forest. They would camp in the summertime and float down the Shenandoah River and catch fish. Yeah. They had all these different outdoor things that they did as a group. Mm-hmm. And so the first time that I ever got, did, did Sprague have water? Sprague? What do you mean water? Did, did it have running water? Did the place have where no, Sprag, I didn't think so. Okay. No, there was no running <laughs> right, water. Right. Oh okay. boy. So the first time that I ever got to experience uh, Sprag mm-hmm. uh, on a camping trip was the opening of deer season, and uh, so I, my dad takes me, lets me go, and um, you know, my dad wasn't a hunter, so I, you know, was able to tag along with the Breedens and the Corbinis and uh-huh. all these other folks that uh, Thompsons and Foltzes and and so I'm sleeping i think think it was in somebody's camper i'll just never forget that that the one guy in camp snored like a oh. like a bear <laughs> it had to be awful like a bear yeah 
Well, and I'll never forget the first morning because, you know, I was there and we, you know, had a campfire and all that kind of stuff. And, and we're getting ready to get going the next morning. You know, it's opening day. And I got, you know, a 30-30 and my, my friend's dad, Danny Breeden's dad, Big Dan, is going to drop me off at a place to go hunt. And then and he, they're going to keep going up high, higher on the mountain. He's going to drop his son, Danny, off, mm-hmm. who was my buddy. And then he's going to go put himself out. And so we're getting up, you know, and it's early and it's dark and, you know, hardly some guys hadn't slept much. You know, of course, the adults were up partying. Oh, sure. You know, the night before the opener. Damn adults. And yeah. <laughs> Sprag adults. Yeah. So, so Big Dan, uh-huh. who I, I think I'm sleeping in his camper, and he gets up in the morning. He's early riser and all this kind of stuff, and he's getting ready. And all I hear is, Frank! Frank! <laughs> So he went to put his foot in his boots. <gasps> Frank had thrown up in his boots. Oh. <laughs> it was so oh. crazy that morning. Wow. Oh. Well, <laughs> I feel like I should have told my camper story first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't measure up to that. But anyway, I, I just I remember when I was uh, when I was a kid, my aunt and uncle had a pop up, so they would haul it behind his pickup truck and take it to a campground, whatever, and then would spend the next hour going, (laughs) cranking it up. Oh, yeah. So that it would stand up, and then we slept in that. But that was my first introduction. Going out with them was my first introduction to fishing when I was Some of those, um, these newer four-wheel drive kind of van utility Mm -hmm. vehicles Uh that, like, are made for road tripping, Yeah, those things look cool. See, to me... That's the way to go. I yeah, agree. like if you yeah, were you heading know, on a cross country hunting trip. Yeah, yeah. yes, yes, that something could, like uh, that. You know, because I, I see like these these little single axle that pull behinds, and I'm yeah. like, I don't even know how the hell somebody gets in it. <laughs> right. You yeah. know what I mean? I mean, it's like it's so small, but mm-hmm. but but the 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 ones that you're talking about, Jeff, that you drive, yeah, and, and, and the, the the medium size ones, not yeah, the big yeah, giant yeah. ones, kind of like the cargo box, yeah, van. the cargo van, almost yeah. like the size of a UPS cross truck. Country, yeah, yeah, yeah. those yeah. look. Pretty neat. I, I'm, I'm with you. And by the way, I actually was i was one day just like surfing the internet because I was curious. You know, I saw one and I was like, man, I wonder how much one of those things costs. And? Like 200 grand. Oh. I mean, those things are like high dollar. <laughs> oh, my. High dollar. Yeah. Anyway, let's hey, take a break. When okay. we come back, we're going to talk about the uh, Northeast Florida Wahoo shootout. And uh, we made the announcement last week to make sure that everybody would uh, get their uh, application in or signed up for it to save a few dollars for the early entry. Did you find our logo on there? Huh? Did you see our logo? Are we, are we on the back? I don't know. We're on, we're on the logo? I don't Let's know. Uh, oh, dear. Uh, 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 Let's see. Oh, uh, old school. Okay, okay. okay. All old right. school. Old school. Old school. Anyway, we'll talk about that <laughs> and more with Mr. Paul Dozier right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Charlie Daniels. Yes, sir. That's good stuff. Hey, uh, if you need a tire for any kind of vehicle, whether it be a lawnmower, golf cart, wagon, doesn't matter, Tire Outlet has a tire for you and your vehicles. Just go to the homepage of OutdoorShow.com, two S's back-to-back, and you'll find a location at Tire Outlet all over the city. They, 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 they spent some time at Kirk's house. <laughs> yeah, they have. He had the mobile unit come and uh-huh. 
fix a leak in his truck tire and then change out his four trailer tires on his boat with new rims. Man, he got he got yeah. taken care of. Yep. Good. All right, so just a, a real quick story. So that that morning that we woke up and Frank had puked in Dan's boots at hunting camp when I was a kid. Yep. So we're we're going up the mountain and Big Dan Senior, gave my dad's age, has taken me up the mountain with his son Danny, which is Danny's my age. Going up the mountain, he drops me off first, and we actually saw a deer coming down the mountain that we got excited about as he was dropping me off. And so anyway, the they keep on going up the mountain. I'm in this ladder stand kind of thing, and so I'm comfortable. And and it's cold now, but I mean, walking up the mountain, now you're warm. Ooh, so then, yeah. you know, they go on up, he drops Danny off somewhere, and then Big Dan keeps on going somewhere else. A little while later... <laughs> I'm in the stand and I'm shivering. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, cold, you yeah. know. I mean, back then, I mean, we were just talking about it. Yeah. I mean, the 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 stuff that we had back yeah. then compared to what is available today, it's it's night and day. It's night and day. You yeah. had the the red union suit yep. things that had the square flap in the back. You could yep. drop down so you could take a poop. Yep. Shoot. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then you had the long johns, which were the white, the, the white kind of thermals, yeah, white uh, yeah. thermals. That's right. Which with the ala- like, uh, with the elastic wrists and ankles. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And those yeah. things were comfortable. They were, yeah, I mean, really comfortable. They were, yeah. So anyway, Until you I mean, got inside, and then it was like you died, and you couldn't take them off God, when you're in school fast enough. Yes. <laughs> so I'm sitting there in the tree, and it's you know an hour and a half or so, two hours later. All of a sudden, I see Danny coming down the mountain. Mm-mm. And I'm like, well, I hope he's okay. Maybe he's done. He wants to go back, but he's not. He's by himself. I mean, right. Big Dan is not with him. You know, mm-hmm. his dad. He comes down, he's, are you as cold as I am? <laughs> and I'm up in the tree, I'm like, yes, I'm as cold as you are. And uh, he goes, well, what do you want to go? You know, what do you want to do? And I was like, uh, and I started thinking, you know, and I had helped light the campfire the day before. I had a lighter in my pocket. I said, hey, I said, I, I got a lighter in my pocket. You got you got something we can start a fire with? He goes, yeah, I got toilet paper. <laughs> <laughs> so what do we do? We start a fire. Right at the base of the tree, in the middle of the George Washington the, National the Forest, forest. not knowing that yep. that's not even allowed. Right now, Smokey the Bear is rolling over totally, in his den. Totally. So we we start a fire. You know, we got a few branches around. We're warming our hands up. We get warm. Here comes Big Dan. Well, no. Oh. No. So then we get done. We're like, all right, let's head back. <laughs> yeah. So we start heading back. And, uh, you know, we, we put the fire out, uh-huh. you know, and uh, we're walking back down the mountain and you know, I got this 30-30, and all of a sudden, big old squirrel jumps up on a log. I'm like, ooh, squirrel, big squirrel. I pulled that gun up. Pow! Didn't hit him, of course. Right? You know? But, you know, I wanted to shoot the gun, you know? Sure. Young and yeah, shoot something, you know? Squirrel. Get down to the bottom of the mountain. All of a sudden, about an hour or two later, Big Dan comes into camp, and he is pissed. Oh, no. <laughs> he is he is. He's angry. Uh-oh. Okay, he came all the way Frank, down the Frank mountain. puked in his boots first yep. thing in the morning, and then he goes by his tree where his son was at. His son ain't there. Then he goes down to the tree where I'm at, and he sees that a campfire's been burning. Oh, boy. And it's still smoldering. <laughs> and so then he doesn't see either one of us. And then, of course, gunshots were fired, and he can't find either one of us. Uh, uh, yeah. You're at camp. Uh, yep. Yeah, you're it cozy. Wasn't, uh, yeah, it was, yeah. wasn't good. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't good. Yeah. Anyway. All right, uh, let's uh, let's bring Russ up. He wants got a food plot question. Morning, Russ. Hey guys. Hey, um, just wondering what you guys are thinking about. I just got a new plot of land, cleared it out, got a bunch of corn out. It's private property. Um, 
not really seeing much activity right now. Maybe it might take a year or so. What do you guys think about that? Where's the land? Um, it's down a floor home. Oh, okay. We know floor home very well. Yeah. Um, so, so your question is, this is your first year of having the property, correct, Russ? Yeah, it's, it's the first year. Um, we just got a couple of extra acres, tried to clear it out a little bit. Uh, we got a bunch of feeders out. I set the stand this morning. Uh, didn't really see nothing, but uh, maybe it might take a year or so before they start coming around. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, well, I, I will tell you this. Uh Deer and animals love food, water, cover. Right. And so those are the things that you need to provide for them to make your property desirable. Right. And so you need to figure out what aspect of that that you need to improve. Right. And and, and here's here's the one thing that I, I have definitely learned, Russ, over the years. When, when they legalized uh, corning, baiting in Georgia, I thought I was going to kill every buck in the woods. I, I, I did. And... It is not that way, brother. I mean, you know, you'll you'll see some does and 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 some most of the time young bucks and stuff like that. Um, but it just just because you put a bunch of feeders out everywhere doesn't mean you're going to have uh, you know deer at those feeders all the time. As a matter of fact, on on my property in Georgia, deer uh, do not like feeders at all. Uh, they sometimes it, I have one out and I've got it sitting in bushes, uh, basically camouflaged. Um, it, it, but if I just put one in a food plot or put it out there in the opening, I, I almost have a, a, a they, they may come to it at nighttime, but coming to it in the daytime is almost impossible. But Jeff's right. Food, water, cover. You figure those out, then, then, then you'll have deer. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, like I said, it's a new little piece of plot. Yep. It's not wet. It's not a lot of water around. It's high pines and high oaks. And, um, so we're just trying to figure it out. It's very new to us right now. It takes a while. Yeah, food, food water, cover. I mean, that's uh, they got to feel secure and they got to have a reason for, for being there. And if you can't have one aspect, then make the other two aspects really good. Got it. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Hey, go Jack. All right. Thank you, Russ. Thanks, Russ. All right. Um, Mr. Paul Dozier in studio. We got the Northeast Florida Wahoo shootout start. When does it start? Our kickoff party is three weeks from today, which is January the 28th at the uh, St. Augustine Rod and Gun Club. And it's going to be a uh, it's going to be a great party as always. Uh, we got live music from the Paul Lundgren Band. Uh, Best Bet is heading up our kickoff party as a, a new partner of ours that we're excited to have. We have a kid zone this year that we've never had before. Nice. Thanks to uh, our good friends at Justin the Plumber. Um, all kinds of food, Big Low Country Boil, Zaxby's Mellow Mushroom will provide food, no charge for the food. You've never been, have you? I haven't been to the party. You, you need to. Yeah, I need to you make need to, it. It's, first off, it's it's a great venue. It's you the know? best uh, venue. Uh, it's, yeah. it's, uh, it's, we're, we're so blessed. To, yep. Yep. That place yep. is awesome. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It's a long drive, but... It's yeah. um, it's it's it's, it's a, worth it's it for a, me. It's a one minute bike ride for Kath. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, what are you talking about? <laughs> you can walk there. Oh yeah, I do walk there. And all that's the time. Not, that's like an adult walk. Yeah, yeah. which is yeah. way different than a kid walk. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yes. We're, we're excited though, you guys. The fishing is is excellent uh, right now. Uh, 
there, there, Captain Chris Nowicki and crew have caught two fish over 85 pounds in the last you know, five or six days, I believe. <sighs> the Jacksonville Blue Water Club's got an elite 60 tournament going on, and he's got he's averaging it's a two fish aggregate. He's averaging 85 pounds. I think he probably wrapped that thing up yesterday. There's a video circulating I've seen here or there of the, the end game yesterday that that uh, it was interesting. Uh-huh. And, uh, but but hey, buddy. You know, you got they got him right. And, that's right. Uh, it doesn't matter. You know, it really, I, I guess sometimes you know, if if the Titans fumble tonight at the, the goal line and the Jags recover it, that's win, right. It's, it's all, all it's good. All, it's all My good. God, we'll take yeah. it. And Warren <laughs> Anderson can miss a kick here yeah, and there. And, you and, know, and, 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 I, and I know you get these pictures all the time because you, you, a lot of your tournaments, you know, you especially old school, you have to send a picture in with a beach in the background. Some of these pictures that these guys send in. I mean, you can't even tell us a kingfish because there's so much blood. You know, there's blood on the on the deck, on them, on the fish. I mean, I'm like, dude, at least clean, clean up, up a like, little well, bit. Well, you know, Kevin, we tell these people they need to take a fish as soon as possible. And right. Some people take it a little more <laughs> yeah, seriously than right. others. You know, yeah. they're, they're going to make sure yeah. that beach is in the background. Yeah, well, they're going to make it, sure. It, we, uh, hey, God bless them. Yeah, I finger, appreciate finger it. Finger mullet. Well, he, he, he caught a big fish last year, and uh, he, he – and, and dude, he was circulating. I mean, it was it looked looked awful. Lost five pounds. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely, absolutely. Now, so. I, the question I have, um, I, I've got some questions about wahoo fishing. Now, let's take a break. We yeah. come back. We're going to do a ring park cat tip of the week, and then I've got some questions about wahoo fishing because a lot of times when you don't do something, mm-hmm. you just don't quite understand it. And I understand part of it. You know, the high speed part. Kind of generally where you go, but there's some things that I have no clue about. You got to teach me a little something, Paul. Okay, to help me understand this fishery a little bit better. And we'll do that and more right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. Welcome back to the Nimnik Chevrolet Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooters. Time now for the Ring Power Cat Tip of the Week. Ring Power and Cat Rental Store has the most dependable fleet in the industry and the youngest fleet in the industry, which means it gives you productivity and helps your bottom line because the equipment is dependable and functional and productive. Go to ringpower.com to learn more. This week's tip, January and February, but I would say January. Yep is even the best. Mm-hmm. If you've got a boat and you need maintenance or routine service, this is the time of year to get it done because the mechanics aren't swamped. Nope. Nope. You you got um I think you got the boat show January twentieth, something like that. So they'll they'll be rigging boats after that, but um like from now until then and then and, and then in February, if you got stuff to do, Paul you know, it's it's even like my Jeff, my, my new boat. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was glad that it got here this time of year because I was in no hurry. Take your time, you know, get it done. Well, really, with the uh, Wahoo fishing and the Wahoo shootout and and just that new fishery in right. the winter time, there's really not a whole lot of off season around here. My advice is right now, as soon as you can get in there, because when these guys start, these guys haven't used their boat. A lot of them, they're going to fish in the Wahoo Shootout since summertime, yep. and they're going to go fishing, and something's going to break, <laughs> and then they're going to be they're going to be in the shop, and they're right. going to be they're going to be backlogged right away. Yep. So you know, and next thing you know, it's going to be April, and then we're all going to be wanting to go dolphin and cobia fishing and everything else. So get your stuff tuned up right now. Absolutely. Make sure everything's tight, and uh, we also had a, a big freeze. 
I mean, you, you don't know what kind of effect that could have had on your batteries, your, your pipes, your hose, yeah. anything. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. got standing yeah. water in pipes, right. and all of a sudden it froze. I mean, it could crack. Well, and and and, and, some issues. and we all know the the worst thing in the world for a boat to sort of sit. That's it. That's you right. know, I mean, it it just is. Uh, it and if you don't go out every week or so, and you know, turn it, you know, start the end. I mean, just just you just need to use it. But if it sits there for a month, don't expect to just go launch and go 25 miles offshore. No, it doesn't work that way. No. So, Whalen Bay Marine, Atlantic Coast Marine, got great service department. So, uh, go by and get your boat maintenance scheduled with them. All right. Uh, so, Wahoo Fishing, my, my question begins with this one. People try to figure out where to Wahoo fish. How do you know where to go? Well, there's a couple of, of elements that go into it. and. Um, Water temperature, mm-hmm. water clarity, and bottom and bait. It's just like any other kind of fishing, yep. you know, uh, for the most part. Uh, the fish, when I was younger, seemed to be around the ledge, mm-hmm. and the water was colder inshore back in 21 fathoms and whatnot. Um, so the ledge, and we talk about the ledge to people that don't know, it's about 50 miles east, 50 nautical miles east of St. Augustine, about 57 miles you know, east of Mayport. But in the last five to ten years, the, the fishery's gotten closer, which is good. Mm-hmm. You know, the Elton Bottom, 21 fathoms. The last couple of years, the, the, the mass of fish, the big, the majority of the fish, have been, the bigger fish have been caught uh, to the north, you know, off of Fernandina, off of St. Mary's, off of Brunswick even, maybe even a little north of that. And that was uh, a new fishery that nobody had ever right. touched. And uh, – you know, it was it was a little bit discouraging for some of the smaller boats, even in the Wahoo tournament. The Wahoo tournament, the Wahoo shootout is not a small boat tournament. Right. It's mostly, tw- just about all of them have twin engines. A lot of them have triples. Some of them have four engines, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, big boats, uh, big big fish. This year, luckily, thankfully, the fish have been back here. The guys that have been going north haven't been doing as well. There's been a lot of fish caught from Ponce Inlet all the way through Mayport in that 120 to 140 foot range all the way out to the break. It's been a good wintertime fishery where boats are catching. Everybody's catching fish, it seems like. So, you know, as long as you're catching fish, you're going to have a good time and a good experience. But, but, you know, like when you go to, uh, let's say, a wreck, okay, you know where you're going. I mean, you're going to a spot. Well, these guys troll, you know, 15 knots, 12 to 16, 17 knots. So <laughs> you find you find where the water changes, right? And you find. When you say water change, where, like where a temperature, temperature break? Change, where yeah. the temperature gets to about 70 degrees. It needs to be 69 or 70 degrees. And then you you put out your, your lures or whatever, and you look at your chart plotter, and you know, everybody, or you look at your Seymour map or whatever you've got, which a Seymour map is a Google Earth of the ocean right. floor, which is incredible. So. Before the night before, mm-hmm. you know, it, it used the old Kingfish journals look. We bought raffle reports yeah. and stuff like that. Do, do, are guys looking at that? Are they? Do, 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 oh, yeah. do they? Do they have an idea when they when they leave? You know, at whatever time in the morning, they're going. Okay, this is. They're not just going out there blind. No, I mean, they're, they're, they're not going. Well, sometimes if it's cloudy and stuff, I think more. You know, Hilton's uh, real time navigator. Right is kind of the the thing that I think most people have, and what is can, that? It's a it's a website where you can log into. I'll I'll show it to you. 
in the in the break, but it's a subscription service, and you can get uh, water temperature, chlorophyll, which the chlorophyll will show you pretty much show you the clarity of the water. Okay. So a lot of the guys these days are more worried about the color of the water than they are the temperature of the water. Mm-hmm. If the water's blue, then they feel like they have a better chance. I truly believe that most of these guys have gotten so – a lot of these guys have gotten so scientific that they pretty much know when they're going to get them and know when they're not. You know, of course, you there's always a – A fluke. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. you know, if, if they know, okay, the water's – 73 at Elton and it's blue, we're probably going to have some some luck. I mean, right. they, they don't know that they're going to catch you. You can't predict to catch an 80-pounder right. or a 100-pounder. But if the conditions are all there, if they all meet, you're, the Wahoo are going to be there. And they move fast and, they, and they, they, they're – so if you get warm enough water, you get a ledge or a live bottom area, and there's bait there, and the water's a tin of blue – there's a wahoo There's somewhere. There's gonna be a wahoo around, buddy. Uh, you mm. can you can bet you can, but you know, like I said, people were getting discouraged last year when these guys were going up there fishing between Brunswick and right. St. Mary's, and and it was a eighty hundred mile run, and the guys fishing out front weren't having any luck. And the reason they weren't having any luck is because there was a there's been a bad piece of water through there the last couple of years. The water's been warm, but it's been green and ugly, and dead. You know, there hadn't been a lot mm-hmm. of life in it. And it's like anything else. We can go fish. We can go kingfishing on the beach, and if the the bait's at the gate station, there's no bait at, uh, off of Compton's or the sea buoy. We, the fish can be there, and you can't. You might not get a bite at the right. Yeah. So this year it seems to. Have but reversed. we're only doing one point two miles an hour, and they're doing fifteen. Well, that's to, the thing. <laughs> you, you can start due east of St. Augustine, fish yeah. to Fernandina and back right. if you want. But it's like also again, it's like anything else. You find an area that yep. produces, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's a wise move to. To go run over a spot a thousand times at seventeen knots again, you know, you want to let them sit. Sometimes you want to let them rest. Go go five or ten miles down and yeah. work around different spots and and come back. But uh, has has anybody ever tried a higher speed trolling for kingfish? Yeah, I've had people fish the old school and do it and caught a fish or two. I mean, I I don't I don't know that. The beat, but yeah, the king they catch big kingfish while they're doing this, by the yeah, way. That's 40, why I'm 40, curious, 50 pounds because right? yeah. I mean, a kingfish can swim, yeah, damn near as fast as a wahoo, right? Gen- generally, if they catch a kingfish, it's a big one, right? You know, but you know, they catch amberjacks, yeah, they catch like amberjacks. crazy, yeah. like crazy, and big ones, yeah, wow, yeah, like you get three, four fish on you, like, oh boy, we got oh, yeah. nah, nah. <laughs> next thing you know, you see those old, old rubber lips, yeah, back there yeah, there yeah. I don't do it much, you know. I'm a I'm a traditionalist uh, that, that fishes with ballyhoo and mullet and mackerel, and we have a dead bait division for the guys like me that still want to do it. And the guy that won the dead bait uh, division last year, uh, Andy, he caught an eighty some odd pounder. Wow! Uh, nice. I mean, hey, they they still like that stuff. Yeah. But the advantage the high speeders have is they can cover so much ground, right? And they've gotten so good at it, guys. It started out. We were fishing with 50s with 80 pound line, and you think about it, these guys. You go now, when you say 50s and 80, a 50 wide. Uh, it's a real. It's, it's a, a real. It's a big reel with 80 pound mono or 60 pound mono when they started this, and we're talking about 2010. Yeah, monofilament line. Yeah, now they're they're using 80s and 130s, which are bigger reels. So bigger reels butts, with heavier monofilament. 130 pound diamond diamond fishing. They've got these lures. Some of these. Some of these guys are putting 96-ounce leads, uh, a lure that weighs three pounds, 
and they're going 17 knots, and a 100-pound fish is hitting it going the other way. And I'm just telling you, if your stuff's not perfect, buddy, yeah. something's going to give. Now, you know? do has braided line made its way into that? Yeah, braided line is what everybody's using. They're using 130-pound so braid. 130-pound braid. The mono braid. Would, would cause the lures and the weight to rise up because mm-hmm. there was more drag on the mono. So the braid cuts through the water better, allows the lures to get deeper, and there's no stretch. So mono, you can still fish with mono, and you can still have some success, but the braid seems to be – Seems to be the way to go. And these lures, these lures that they, they these guys are using, some of them weigh three, some of them are 24 inches long. Okay, so know? with the heavier lures, now you've got this braided line that's super strong. But braid, for for the longest time, a lot of people didn't like to use it because when it gets a violent impact or a strike, it pops the line. So how do you combat that when you're high-speed trolling with a fish that could be going Mach 20 the other direction? Yeah. Well, I think – that. They, they put the lures out with the weights, and they put the drag to where it barely doesn't slip off. Okay. You know, you just basically, if anything hits it, it's going to move. It's taking. You know, it's going to, yeah, right. So right. they don't tighten the drag up until they're fighting yeah, the fish. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It still takes a tremendous amount of drag now, let's be clear. Yeah. you got to, that kind of stuff. But these lures, man, these you ought to go in strike zone and just, just, just out of curiosity, just go look at these Wahoo lures. Uh, Zach Attack has sponsored a Zach Attack contest. It's a, they're beautiful lures. It's an Australian company, the Diamond has. But if you catch the biggest fish on a Zach Attack lure this year, you win five grand. But they are gorgeous lures. There's all these, but they are giant. There's these, there's these other lures that are. They weigh, I'm telling you, they weigh four or five pounds, and these guys are dragging these things yeah. around. You know, for for the longest time when we would fish our spinning reels or whatever, and then all of a sudden we make the transition to braid. Mm-hmm. The reels hadn't made the transition to braid. You know right. what I mean? So you we used to have to back it yep. with monofilament because otherwise it would take three hundred yards of braid to fill up a spool on a spin cast, right? <laughs> or or it would spin on the or it would the spin bale, around the, the, spool. the spool. So you yeah. would you put monofilament backing so that the braid didn't spin and then also so you didn't have to put five times the amount of braid on. So now <coughs> excuse me, you go to a an eighty and then you're putting this braided line on have they adjusted the reels to compensate that they're going to have braid so they're not as deep? Well, I think they started using braid in the Pacific Ocean or California. So they had a Shimano made a, a Tiagra. It was called an LRS, which meant a long range special, mm-hmm. um, and it had bigger drag washers for the heavier mono and everything. The eighties and the fifty LRSs, which is what everybody's got, which is a long range special. They've got drags that can. They can handle it. But the, the advantage to braid is if you had an 80 wide and you put 130 pound mono on it, you might get 500 yards on it. Right. With braid, you can get 1,200 yards. So on that's it. okay. Yeah. Because these, See, I was wondering, I mean, why would you want to have 1,200 yards? Them. They stretch them. They stretch these it. things. I mean, they, the, these fish, I mean, the, a lot of their lines are 250 feet behind the boat on the bite, and you keep going, hoping you get a double or a triple. You know, that happens. But, uh, huh. you know, it, it, they get stretched out. Yeah, they get stretched out, and then and then then you know really, it's a winch. They leave the rod in the rod holder, and 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 so crank, they're not crank. they're not like fighting belt or any or fighting no, chair and no, fighting these fish. They're just winching them in. It's funny when we started this when this high speed started, <laughs> everybody was using fifties. You can't yep. you can't pick up an eighty wide on a bent butt with a big old. It's just not. So everybody would get in their harnesses and everything. Everybody would catch them in a harnesses. Uh, 
you know, the Smith family, they would they would have lady anglers, Miss Georgette, she'd catch those fish and reel them in, but it would take them an hour, hour and a half. Now they everybody's got these big rods and reels, and they've got these systems, these leash it systems where you tie your stuff in. So a lot of times, I mean, there's so much pressure. Like I said, you're hauling butt and a big fish with a heavy tackle, if, if your stuff is not perfect, something yeah. will give. Yeah. They, these guys lose a lot of gear. All right, we're, we're, we're long overdue for yeah. a break. Uh, we come back and we'll talk about these 50s and 80s a little bit more because, uh, I mean, this is, this is I mean, some top-end gear that these guys oh, yeah, are yeah, using yeah, for this tournament no fishing. It ain't something yeah. that, you know, it's been sitting on the shelf for a while and gathering dust and being neglected for a few years. <laughs> we'll talk about that and more right here on the Nimnick Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. train a coming, it's rolling around the bend, and I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when I'm stuck in Folsom prison, and time keeps dragging it on. Here's the crazy thing. Would you ever turn the station or turn the radio off while this song is no. playing? No way. Hell no. no. Not a chance. No. Like, I almost want to tell you guys to shut up and just play. <laughs> hey, uh, folks, uh, the Nimnik family of dealerships, your home of the best price guarantee. Great selection. They've got a lot of inventory on the lot. Chevrolet on Cassett. And don't forget, uh, I think 200 trucks they have in inventory, your truck headquarters. Wow. And they got a lot of vehicles on the lot as well at Nimnik Buick GMC, which is on Phillips Highway. So you can go by and check them both out online as well at Nimnik.com. You've got individual websites, NimnikChevy.com, NimnikBuickGMC.com, but it's just let's just keep it simple. Go to Nimnik.com, and you can get to both of them. And Nimnik is a big sponsor of your tournament, Paul. You yeah. got the, what is it, the Lucky Ticket, Lucky Picture? Yeah, the Lucky Ticket, we call it. And uh, Nimnik's so great to all of our the whole community, you know, fishing and otherwise, but uh, – yeah, for old school a couple of years ago, if you caught a fish and took a picture with the beach in the background, you got entered in a drawing for to win ten thousand dollars. So, so you catch a fish, you get your you get you get a ticket and it goes in a bucket and we pull it at the awards mm-hmm. for ten grand. Well it was so well received and it was it was really awesome. We it's had awesome. we had Sam Spinks on the on the yep. air this year, remember? Yep. After oh, yeah, well, he's he got the, the money the, for his yeah, wedding. Did, did and his wedding and everything. Awesome. Yeah. So it, was so it was so good. By the uh, way, just real quick for the people who didn't hear that story, Sam was the guy who was the lucky ticket winner, and he was getting ready to get married. Mm-hmm. And so this prize from Nimnik for the lucky ticket winner meant everything to him and his wife who were getting honeymoon. ready to get – Yeah, for their honeymoon. And, and, and awesome. I wish you would have been there for the awards because to see them win it, and, and and to see their reaction That's awesome. was genuine, That's man. Awesome. I mean, they were oh, uh, young couple. Good stuff. We all know that when you first get married, you're broke, you know. Oh, and, 100%. You know, and, 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 and they just got 10 grand. 10 grand for, I think, an 11-pounder, <laughs> which is <laughs> which is awesome. What, that's what it's designed to do. Well, right. the same thing yeah. here, you know. We're going to we're gonna do the same thing. If you catch a fish, I don't care if it's a 12-pound Wahoo or a 112-pound Wahoo, you're going to go in a drawing, uh, courtesy of Nemnick, for a – Ten thousand dollars at the awards. Can't so, beat that. You know, we're trying and to. That's make, guaranteed. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to win. It's that, not a chance. Yeah, no, no, somebody's yeah. going to win it. Yeah. The only catch is you got to be at the awards to win. That's so right. We'll have, we'll have an awards party uh, at the St. Augustine Fish and Awards. We're going to have our awards mm-hmm. for Wahoo, where we have our our kingfish yep. stuff, and uh, somebody will win ten grand. But you got to be there. You got to catch a Wahoo, and you got to be there. But you know, I think that keeping everybody involved. Last year, the 
there was a lot of big fish caught early in the tournament. And people were discouraged. So this should keep everybody involved. Go fishing, have a good time, catch yep. a fish, and uh, you, you might win 10 grand. Yeah. So um, is the party listed on this little pamphlet here? I'm not sure the party's on there, but the party on the website? is. It's on the website. All right, I'll go to sure. the website. Which is uh, wahooshootout.com. Yes, sir. To find out when the party is. I'm, I'm not going to fish it, obviously, but um, my kayak doesn't quite get that high-speed stuff. Oh, you get plenty of invites. <laughs> but yeah, I would plenty, love to go. Plenty they got of I would love to go on a day, a real calm yeah, day. Yeah, go, yeah. You know, go with uh, Jeff Stamm or, or Chris I'd love Stevens to go. Or, yeah, I'll know? be a boho. Yeah. Jeff, don't they have a, a, a pedal kayak? You could probably get that thing going. I got a pedal kayak, man. I got it. But, man, I can't quite get to you know that many knots. I try. Trust me. In your younger days. I know. Not anymore. Yeah, Not anymore. Yeah. Okay, the legs are getting old. All right, so uh, going – and real quick before I go to the real thing, the question that I had about the reels, you mentioned something about it doesn't matter whether you catch the smallest Wahoo or the biggest Wahoo, you're going to be entered into this lucky ticket drawing right. from Nimnik. What's the smallest Wahoo you've ever caught? Just out of curiosity because, you know, you, you, you hear of all these big fish being caught, but – do you go out there when you're high-speed trolling? Do you catch like a little dink too? Yeah, yeah. we've weighed some eight or nine pounders over the years. I, I've caught uh, sometimes when we're on the east side of the Gulf Stream, like the, there's a weather buoy off Canaveral 120 miles offshore. You know, it seems like the further offshore you are, sometimes the smaller. That's where the, I, I don't know if that's where they go to lay their eggs huh, okay. or what, but sometimes you'll catch um, floating objects way out in the deep or in the east side of the Gulf Stream. Sometimes there'll be – you know, dozens of little wahoo. You know, five to ten pound wahoo mm-hmm. under there. And what do they have to be legally to keep? Is there I a don't size? I think there's a size. There's no size. Now. Okay. And what's the limit on them now? Two per person. Two per person. person. Is there a max on the boat? I don't think so. No. Cool. Those things eat good too. Oh, that, oh that's yeah. the, that's the thing about wahoo fishing. Why it's so great is a novice can go to strike zone and get rigged up, go fishing, have success. And then they bring a fish back home to mama that's, by the way, the best fish right. fish in the ocean. Whereas when we were kids, you, you we all started kingfishing, and you bring a kingfish back, and mama says, <laughs> right. I don't know about you spending all this money to go fishing. Right. Yeah, I, I appreciate you bringing home the cat food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the way, we smoked the last three. We really don't need any more, Paul. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. But, 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 but we were going to keep them. Yeah. Oh, dang right. Back then, that was that was what <laughs> we right. did. We, we, hey, buddy, yeah. you bite, you ride. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. yeah. Uh, the, the best thing about um, it, it, it that time is uh, saltwater products license was twenty five bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, so you, you could literally take your two, three, four kingfish to the fish house, sell it, and sell it. You know, and dollar I, a pound, dollar a pound. Huh. Dollar a pound, yep, and and uh, I mean, you know, Jeff, that I mean, that paid for your gas yeah, and stuff yeah, for yeah. the day. You know, I, I will say that uh, you take Wahoo and not I'm not a big fan of completely raw, but I like seared, kind of like tuna, like tuna. I, just, I, just, I think it's some of the best sushi it's there better is. But but tuna. you take Wahoo yeah. and you yeah. just sear the outside of it real quick. For me. That's awesome. It, it is. It's it's an amazing. And now if it's cooked all like I've you know hear people wahoo steaks mm-hmm. okay and they they cut them and then they cook them on a grill like a steak. No 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 no. They no. always right. overcook them. They, they overcook always them overcook all the time. Them. Always everybody overcooks them. And and let me just say this: if you're cleaning a wahoo, get all the red out of mm-hmm. it. Every if there is one, it, it'll ruin it. It'll ruin it. And and if you and when you before you bag it or when you get home, if somebody gives you some, cut all the red out of it. Wrap the fish in paper towels to keep that that blood, that mm-hmm. juice that yep. comes out of the fish, and it'll stay 
better longer. Yep, that's yep. that's exactly what Carrie does. She pats that down with and, and, and then and then she puts the dry paper towel in there and, mm-hmm. and, and, and vacuum seals it. Yeah, just give Beautiful. me just give me a little st- st- and yes, then it's ready to eat, <laughs> yes, man. Yes, and you, Chris, did you get that? And by the way, Chris, that's the same way you cook backstrap too. Oh. Just, just a little oh, bit. No, no, backstrap is more tss. Okay. All right. And then I thought yeah. backstrap went into sausage. What I heard on the way over. Oh, yeah, my, yeah, yeah, my yeah, sausage yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. wow, well, I, I can I, tell you that. I'm like what? Yeah, oh yeah. He's okay. a quality special that's, effects right here. That's on why my sausage is. I, I agree. Dang yes. right. If you're throwing backstrap Heck in there, yeah, backstrap, yeah. tenderloins, all the goodies, man. Yeah. Got to make it good. All right. So my question about the reels. Mm. We start talking about fifties and eighties. That these reels. We're talking a little bit of money now. If yeah. you buy, if you buy, you know, a, a nice pen or Shimano, you know, high end. Wh- what do these things cost now? A a rod and reel, uh, uh, a fifty. Let's just say you can do it with a fifty. Mm-hmm. A fifty wide LRS and fifty is just size. It's so eighty's bigger than a fifty. Right, right, right. But a fifty LRS with a nice bent butt rod with. You know the, the the line the the diamond yeah. braid's not cheap either. No, it's twenty cents a yard, around twenty cents a yard. These things will hold eight hundred or a thousand yards, so Ooh. it's a couple hundred bucks for. You know, I'd say a, for I'd line. say a setup, a rod reel. You know, is probably around fifteen hundred bucks. You know, maybe a little less. You can get away with they make a TLD fifty that's a a, a, mm-hmm. a little bit less. We will never have a Hall of Famer in outdoor show history that will receive one of these for no, being in the Hall of Fame. No, they, no, no. Well, no. <laughs> I will say this, that the top five and the top lady angler receive a 50-wide trophy, Shimano trophy, courtesy of Shimano and Strike Zone Fishing Now, when you well. say trophy, do that, what do you mean trophy? We give, we, we, they get a reel? They get a reel. It's an engraved reel. I'll show you a picture of it in the break, an engraved 50-wide. Yeah, uh, so it ain't kind of the trophy that sits up on the shelf. It's one you put on your rod and go fishing Some with. people do. Some Different people have different thoughts on that, but uh, some people use them. Some people leave them as trophies. Oh, I'd use it. And Absolutely. you got to use it, I man. agree. Yeah, I mean, if it's a functional rod and reel, use it, man. Well, it's a reel, but, you yeah. know, I, 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 I don't know. If I already had a set of tackle, I think it's pretty, pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, if you already had a set, but if all of a sudden one of them goes yeah, down. one goes bad, you get You miss pinch. one in the yeah. spread, yeah. you know. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> that's coming down off the shelf <laughs> onto the reel. Let's go. Got to catch fish. No, but, yeah, Strike Zone uh, has all from – Low end, well, there's no such thing as low end. Yeah, I was going to say. That. Yeah. <laughs> They've got from high end to higher end. Right, high there, end to higher end. Yeah, they, they, they've, they've got everything you need to go wahoo fishing. You know, and again, the high speeding is the, the most effective way to do it, but you don't don't think you can't go out there with Ballyhoo and Islanders and 30s and it. 50s and still. Yeah, still and, do and, and oh, by the way. You also, when you're fishing with bait, you catch sailfish, you catch blackfin tuna, you catch, catch dolphin. You catch dolphin. Yep. These guys are catching wahoo and amberjacks. That's <laughs> it. So, yeah. And occasionally a big old giant king mackerel. But yep. uh, it's not. don't think, don't be discouraged and think if I don't have a 50 or an 80, I can't catch a wahoo. Yeah, you I agree. Out, you can go out there and go fishing and, and, and have success and, and catch other things. So. All right. Well, let's take a break. Uh, we come back more with the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. So our uh, 
our Steen Hatchie trips getting a, a, a little bigger. Okay. You now there's 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 a few other folks that want to go. Sure. So yeah. I mean, the yeah. more the merrier, yeah. man. Let's make yeah. it a party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've, somebody I've, bring a smoker. Yeah, uh, yeah. Somebody. Uh, so I've, I've talked. Uh, literally, I've got calls from Chris Stevens, from Mullethead, let's from do it. Jeff Stam. Yeah, so, let's yeah, do it. So we're gonna. I'm, I'm literally gonna set it up. Can't wait. Um, and, and and try to get a date at the end of March. I know we got turkey season and stuff, so we'll have to. Yeah, let's come up with something. Let's talk about it. Let's get it. Yeah. Get it on the books. And, and, and I'll talk to Jody at, at Steenhatchie River Club and and, and kind of nail down. Because I think that, that that all of us want to get on that sheep's head bite. Oh heck yeah! It, you know that would be. Uh, I'll I'll try to figure yeah, out the sooner we can kind of do that. I know we have the old cheapo, or you know, yeah, yeah, March yeah. window, and so we'll we'll February, figure out. Oh uh, no! I think it's first week of first March. Week of it's March. first for, first week of March. Yeah, yeah, so we'll figure it out. Kind of make sure that we don't interfere with that. We don't interfere with turkey season if possible. And pick a really good date out. I'm, I'm looking. Well, turkey season starts so late in Georgia now, which is April, first, first first weekend of April. I know, it's, it's crazy. Like, come on, I know. What are we doing? Yeah, uh, yeah I know. Anyway, I just that that kind of frustrates. But I would love to do that. Are we yeah. gonna do like a, have a bunch of guys go over there and we cook and drink? Are we bringing wives? We're or, bringing wives, or, bro. Right. Uh, yeah, because I'm, they've already said they want to. Monica's like, I'm fishing. I'm cool. like, I want to go fishing I'm, too. D- I'm you down with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm down with that. That'll yeah, be fun. So it, it, it would be fun. It, it'll it, and like I said I'll 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 line it up, but yeah I can't I can't remember what the El Cheapo date is. So anyway, it's the first weekend of March. Oh, I can't wait for the El Cheapo. Yeah, but we've 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 already we've already started. Our team is already getting ready. Fred pre fishing. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're doing a little we're doing a little research R and D. Uh huh. You know? Have you worked on Smack Talk yet? Um, well, that's like constant. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm just checking. <laughs> Here's the crazy thing. We smack talk with other teams, mm-hmm. but they but, don't smack back. But we smack talk with amongst ourselves, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe more than anything. Yeah, they they call them the House of Representatives. That's yeah. what they call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're all we're all on a team name. Yeah. That's fantastic. <laughs> but yeah. we really here's the crazy thing. We're all one party. That's right. <laughs> hey, Jeff's, Jeff's got a ringer on this sheep's head thing. I don't know if you guys know Fred, but Fred I, Miles is a, Fred. is an absolute hoot. And a great fisherman and a better guy. But every time I go in, I look forward to going to get my eyes checked. I can it, tell you that. Yeah. I, it's an experience. It's it's fun. It is. And, 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 and here's the funny thing. My my son, Colt, I mean, he – it's not. It's not that he doesn't like a lot of people. It's just. It's just that he doesn't get along with a lot of people. He freaking loves Fred. Him and Fred, man, they go. They. I mean, I, I, it, an hour. It's forty-five minutes to an oh, hour. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, it, yeah. it, anyway. Just for an eye check. Just for an eye yeah, check. Yeah, but yeah. here's here's the thing, Paul. If he's such a damn good fisherman, how come he ain't caught one of the big ones yet that we've been bringing <laughs> up to the scale? Well, it, I think it's yeah. probably his. Uh, his vibe he puts off but, that but, makes everybody. But you, you, I, I guarantee you guys aren't uptight. Yeah, 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 here, here's here's the crazy thing about Fred, is that he's been on the winning team. Okay, I know it's it's a team thing. But oh, dude, absolutely. I, I I can't imagine how much money he's made in kingfish tournaments. Oh, he's, he's I, I mean, excellent. He, 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 he won the uh, Mason's. Ah, uh, yeah, he won the Mason's Voice a couple right next to me. Yeah, he goes and fishes at the same spot every tournament. And he catches him. <laughs> <laughs> he, he uses mullet. You got to use a you, yep. you got to use Menorcan delight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to use a mullet. Yeah. Now we have a good team. We have a solid team. It's me, Mike Hayes, and uh, Fred, and of course Dave Edwards. Of course, Dave Edwards. And we yeah. have we have we have a hoot. Now we have a good time. Man, the sheep's head fish has been good. It's been really. Saint Augustine's been on fire. 
which is which is interesting, you know. A lot of a lot of buckfish. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, yeah that's so right. I think those smaller sheep said eat better than anything. Yeah. I mean, and here's the thing I think I think they're really easy to clean. And they don't bleed as much for whatever reason. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way I clean them. But I, I love a yeah. good, you know, thirteen inch sheep's head to eat. Great. I think that's outstanding. Yeah. A sheep's head or you you throw a trout or a redfish away for a sheep's head all or day a, long or, or a 16 or 18 inch drum yeah i mean yeah now i like i like a drum but i'll that, take a drum yeah, just uh, yeah, as quick I, as i, I would I, a sheep's I, head I'm, I'm, I'm saying a drum or a sheep's head yeah, well, yeah, yeah. too bad yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah. drum yeah. or sheep's head black drum yeah hey, not a red drum black drum black drum and a sheep's head mm-hmm. i think are the two best things to eat yeah. flounder it's good too uh, I, I, I'm, I'm okay I'm with thunder. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, with I'm, Kevin. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 you know, I can love take catching it. them. I, I can take it or leave it. I, I you know, I, I mean, I'm with you. But damn. I'd probably rather have, um, um, not a trout, but a oh, the fish we catch off of the inlets and stuff. Mackerel, you know, mackerel. Yeah, yeah, Spanish mackerel. Yeah. I'd probably rather have a Spanish mackerel than I would a flounder. Yeah, really? I, yeah, yeah. it's crazy. I, I love Spanish mackerel. If it's obviously fresh. That, that night, that night, yeah, fresh I mean, that I, day, because uh, on a on a charter, so many times, Paul, people are like, "No, nah, I don't." You know, I'll catch a good one. You know, a four or five pounder, right? And they're like, "Ah, we don't want to eat any mackerel." I'm like, "Put that, put that one on ice." You know, I, I love fresh Spanish mackerel. All right, well, uh, let's uh, let's do a Kirby Co. Builders cooking tip of the week, and uh, you guys are gonna like this one just because you guys are. I uh, I wouldn't say you're like foodies like me. Uh, no. Okay? Not even like in the ballpark. But uh, Tara did this, and of course she's a phenomenal cook. And she did this, and okay, Kirby Co. Builders, cooking tip of the week, and Kirby Co. Proven provider of framing, drywall, interior, and exterior finishing on both commercial and residential products. Go to KirbyCoBuilders.com to learn more. I don't think there's anything better than a little bit of a pot roast or a little bit of beef stew. Yeah. Okay? And if you're thinking about doing it uh, – I, from in my opinion, the thing that like pairs with I me, mean, it's like we talk about pairings, okay? Pairings. Well, you know when you go out to eat, you know people always say, "Well, you know we got to have like, a good bottle like, of like, wine to like pair." Gin and tonic, right? Gin and tonic, <laughs> Jack and Coke, right? Right? Okay. Right, okay. And with That's a, a steak, some people like to have a Cabernet. Okay, I'm kind of the dude that thinks about what food pairs with other food. Oh. Huh. Okay, like when you eat fried fish, what do you want to have no, to go it, with it? it, it I, I, you remember I, I did this the other day. I, I get this question from my wife every evening or every afternoon. Correct. You know, we're, we're, she'll she'll give me the protein. And what do you want? What do you want to go with it? Right. Exactly. Right. Okay, like fried fish. Just, I was texting you the other day mm, when yes. uh, who was it that was texting Chris us? Stevens. Chris Stevens was yep. sending us pictures of fried fish, and I said, "Man, yeah, you need some sweet Betsy Hush puppies." <laughs> Some coleslaw and some baked beans and maybe even some cheese grits cheese to go with that. Yep. Yeah. You'd be golden. Yeah. Looking good. <laughs> okay, well, when you do pot roast or you do you know stew mm-hmm. in the old crock pot, what do you want to have to go with it? Jasmine rice. Okay, well, I've already got potatoes <laughs> in it. Oh. So it's, 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 you know, yeah. that puts you in a little bit of a quandary. There. Yeah, it did. It hey, did. what are you thinking? Um, I'm, I'm thinking a, a baguette. Uh, no, doesn't no. work for me. A bread with, yeah. with, with with pot roast and with the gravy? Not a bag. Of, well, I mean, you know, cornbread? okay. Cornbread. Cornbread. Oh, cornbread. I was, I was close. Not corn. Cornbread. C-O-I-R-N-B-R-E-A-D. Cornbread. Okay. And what's the best cornbread on the planet? Um, 
it's in that blue and white box. Jiffy. Jiffy, Jiffy. thank you, yes. There ain't nothing better. <laughs> yeah. And anybody that tries to tell you that they've got a better cornbread than Jiffy, they're full of it. <laughs> totally they wow. are full of it. They are Tennessee t- Titan what? fans. They are totally <laughs> backwoods, Tennessee Titan mountain-dwelling fools. I can tell you that. <laughs> Jiffy cornbread, and you can spice it up a little bit. You can put a little jalapenos in there. You can put a little sour cream in there. Mm-hmm. You can put a little whole kernel corn in there. Testify. You can do anything you want with Jiffy cornbread. Perfect to pair with a pot roast or in the stew. Okay. Anyway, that's your Kirby Co-Builders cooking tip of the week, and we'll uh, be back here in just a minute to wrap things up and uh, give you an update of tides and weather right here on the Nimnik Buick GMC Outdoor Show presented by Duck Duck Rooter. little timmy for you yes so just just, just real quick i know we, we, we got things to do but uh, the, the the truck that i saw at claude nolan cadillac this morning i i, I just found it's a sierra 2500 denali truck crew cab yeah yeah dude uh, it's 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 black four-wheel drive um it's a it's a 2020 gmc sierra 2500 it's right out front it is it is beautiful. There you go. Pick yeah. that baby up on the way home, Kevin. Uh, yeah, I should. Yep. Just it, stop stop right on in there. Talk to Steve Tobergen. Swing on in there. Yeah, big boat. Yeah, that, yeah. that big boat you got. I know. Now, I, you I, need I, that do, thing, I, I do agree. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. I could I could cut the price tag. We got a live one here, Steve. We got a live one here, Steve. We're sending them to you. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's 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 good stuff. All right, uh, let's do a tides report brought to you by Angie Subs, best sub shop in Jacksonville, Crispy's fries, and do yourself a favor when you get to the order and counter and you tell them that you want to eat it there and you give them your last uh your name and with the last initial, make sure you tell them you want your French fries crispy and then money. They will come out crispy like you've never seen before. And they're not burnt. You know, a lot of people, when you ask for crispy, they don't know how to do that. They, where, sh- where, they screw where, it up. Where, I'm just, I'm just I'm going to ask you something. Where else can you go and say, give me my fries crispy? Right, yeah. You can't. I hear, get it? I hear people order them like that all the time. Yeah, but, but yeah, there's but, a difference but between actually yeah, get it. ordering yeah, them right. and getting them. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, hey, did you just hear what this guy just asked? Yeah. You know? yeah, I'll get yeah. Give me those soggy Crispies. ones over there. Or they take yeah. the fries that are sitting under the heat lamp and throw them back in for another minute. That's what they do. <laughs> Well, I can tell you okay. they're really good I'm just asking. to go with that sub. Yeah. All right, the tides for today at uh, two. Let me make sure I left two fifty three. It's going to be low tide. That's a point zero seven at Mayport. I need my glasses. I know. So I usually Kirk, Kirk usually gives me his cheaters for this part. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then uh, tomorrow on Sunday at. Uh, 9.28 a.m., that's a high tide. That's a 4.58. 3.27 p.m. tomorrow afternoon is going to be a low tide. That's 3.27 p.m. Okay, and then a weather report brought to you by the best barbecue in Jacksonville, period, bar none. It's not even close. The best brisket. And if you haven't had the uh, bearded poutine, mm-hmm. it might be one of the best appetizers on the planet mm-hmm. that has French fries and can you get that like extra it's got crispy too? Meat? No, you don't. You, just trust me. Just order it as okay. it comes. It's got brisket and meat and and cr- like cracked cheese, the pimento cheese on top. It's and trust me, if you're looking to lose weight for your New Year's resolution, do not order that mm-hmm. because I can tell you it's full of calories. So anyway, the weather for today: north winds five to ten knots, becoming northeast this afternoon. Tonight, northeast five to ten. 
And then tomorrow, northeast 5 to 10 as well, 2 to 3 feet. Monday, northwest 10 to 15, 2 to 3 feet. Tuesday, just north winds 5 to 10. And then, of course, for kickoff, it's going to be beautiful tonight. 50. I mean, could you have asked? No. For a better weather nope. forecast nope. than what we're having tonight, nope. awesome. if it's fifty degrees and blowing fifteen to twenty, it's freezing. But it's going to be it's going to be fifty degrees and calm. Yeah, it's going to be and it's, it's going to be awesome. So beautiful. Hey. Okay, kick off right here. I'll give yep. it to you exactly. At eight p.m., it's going to be fifty-two degrees. East winds at six. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, that's really nice. Uh, Jeff, real real quick before we get out of here, we had a, a little situation this week where we were sent a picture. From one of our listeners, okay, and it included sea bass and 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 some other fish, okay, and um the the person that, that I remember this picture. Center, and, I mean, he yeah he 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 said that um that, that he caught sea bass, and then he came inshore and caught redfish, and we 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 were kidding around with him, going, no, you caught those redfish offshore. And he goes, no, I caught them at the jet, and, and he's like, why? What difference does it make? He said, "What if I call them offshore? It's illegal." He's like, "Stop!" It is. It, it is. is. Yeah. Yeah. You you can't. It's just so folks know. Outside of three miles in federal waters, you cannot harvest a red bass. And why does why is that? It's it. Uh, I I look. Who knows? You know. And, and by the way, I've caught plenty of them. Oh yeah. I've caught plenty of 25, 26, 27 inches and 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 released them offshore. Huh. And here's the other thing. Don't stop at the jetties on the low tide early in the morning and catch two redfish and then pop offshore and pop offshore. Because if you get caught, it it doesn't matter that you caught them inshore. You can't, if you, if you have a redfish on board outside of three miles, it's, it's illegal. Hey, so I just got a call by the way, to go back to uh, Jeff, when you're talking about the bearded pig and the bearded poutine. Yes. Uh, I got a complaint from a listener. Okay. Said you can't go talking about the bearded poutine because they sell out so dang fast that you can't get it. So, <laughs> so go early, right? Go early. Hey, you know what they had last weekend? They they had black eyed peas. Oh, and speaking of black eyed peas, yeah. Top Gun called back and said, uh, he said, listen, uh, I had uh, black eyed peas and rice and ham uh-huh. uh, for the Texans game, and the Jags won, so now you guys have to have black peas, rice, and ham today uh, for the Titans I, game. I, I'm down with it. So I there like you go. It. Hard so. to beat black eyed peas, good black eyed peas. I'm with you. I I like to, it's hard to find yeah, good I black like eyed to peas. Fi- yeah, that's yep. the trick, yeah. finding I, I, Here's okay. the reality. Black eyed peas are not good. No. Okay, that's a fact. That is empirical okay. knowledge. It's it's a matter of infusing some kind of flavor to those black eyed to peas. mask well, it. Well, is it is it that with a, a lot of food? No, no. There's a lot of food that's no. just good. Black eyed oh, peas I mean, you, ain't you on think that list. When I when they I take suck. a good bite of a ribeye, that I'm thinking about adding some flavor from somewhere ketchup. else. No, a one sauce no. or ketchup. No. no, but I mean, when, no. you, when you when you eat when you eat greens, you have ham. You have bacon grease. I mean, I mean you, there's a lot of things that you added. If you ate, whoa, ate oh, wait, 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 wait. If you just took a bite of a green mm-hmm. with I, no I li- flavor to it. I like it. it. I do. I, I like seeing. And that's, I'm with you, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, and that's kind I, of a compilation. It's, kind of, it's, it's, it's a brassica. It's something that deer eat. I mean, it's like, oh, uh, yeah, but it's got to well, be. See, black-eyed peas are like a blank palette. Okay. It's like a, like a, it's like a whiteboard. I mean, it's got nothing. And then you and then you bite down and it's mush, 
And don't you have to cook Ugh. black-eyed peas for hours and Ugh. hours? Yeah. My, hours. my wife's black-eyed peas are awesome. And I'm going to bring some. What does she put in it? Oh, and, ham, and, and, yeah, a lot. Same, Beef broth or chicken broth. Same thing you put in your bacon. collard greens. Same thing you put in your collard greens, right? I mean, yeah, but collard greens have a unique flavor. I mean, did you eat collard greens before you came south? No, we didn't even have it. That's right. But I mean, you got to remember now. I was in Virginia, which well, is and, part and, of the and, south. And, and here's the funny thing: we didn't have it. Here's the funny thing: you know, Carrie's from Indiana. Okay, so whenever. Whenever we got married, she she'd never eaten collard greens either. Yeah, and and we had the big family get together, and she's like, "My God, those are awful!" And she's like, "I'm going to start cooking the collard greens and all and off off the scale." But she put mm. stuff in them, you know. Oh, it takes yeah, it yeah. takes a little bit of stuff. Yeah, it takes oh, a little bit of stuff. Paul, thanks, buddy. Hey, thank, thank you, you, Paul. Guys. Thanks, Red. Go Jags. Yep. Uh, don't forget, folks. Uh, WahooShootout.com. You can still get in involved and. And join the uh, the tournament, which is going to be starting when? Uh, January 28th, the kickoff party, first day of fishing, February 4th till March 26th. All right, and I need to be a boat hoe for, with somebody on that. Yep, yep. And as usual, logs the Nemnick Outdoor Show is brought to you by some fine sponsors. Steenhatchee River Club, Angie Sub, Strike Zone, Shimano, Whalen Bay Marine, Kirby Co. Builders, Tire Outlet, Atlantic Coast Marine, CNH Marine Construction, The Bearded Pig, Ring Power to Cat Rental Store, Wild West Guns and Gold, my favorite place. Thank you very much. That's where I'll be here shortly. Claude Nolan Cadillac, Thick Pen Heating and Cooling, Coastal Equipment, Consignment Boats, those LV Hires Inc., Hagen Coastal Outfitters, Duck Duck Rooter, and I think I said Atlantic Coast Marine CNA yeah, yeah, Marine Construction, yeah, yeah. but of course the Nimnick family of dealerships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, look, um, I get it. It's a big game. Have fun. Designated driver, be safe. Uber, whatever. I mean, yell just, out, uh, huh? Yell, yell out, out and yeah, be safe. Yeah, 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 yeah. And just remember, anything you do in the outdoors, folks, always think safety first. Go Jags. See you. See you. Go Jags. Cheats and runners. You want to show, and then you're gonna know just exactly what I mean. Talking about the good.